It's just about that time of the week. Time for the Weekly Weebs Podcast. Grab your friends, family, waifus, and husbandos, and join your favorite weebs for an exciting show of anime talk. Hosts Crimson, Frenchie, Wikwiki, and Zario Machini will review and suggest shows, talk about news from the industry, and tackle some of the biggest arguments in the world of anime. It's the Weekly Weebs Podcast, starting now. What's up, weebs and weebads? Welcome to another episode here on the Weekly Weebs Podcast. I'm your host this week, Frenchie, and start like we always do, we're talking a little bit of news. And everyone's favorite high schooler and old creepy grandpa scientist, Rick and Morty, are going to be getting their own anime ordered by Adult Swim. They issued approval for a 10-episode series that'll be coming from... Uh, Tower of God Helmer, Takashi Sano, and they also ordered another show called Ninja Kamui that'll be coming from Sunghoo Park, the creator of uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. And it's an attempt at Adult Swim to continue to build their anime portfolio. Currently, right now, they've got Junji Ito's Uzumaki, the Blade Runner anime series, Black Lotus, and a couple others. But the two new series are going to be coming through Adult Swim and HBO Max. And I'm really interested to see how this is going to work out because Adult Adult Swim, you know, they've had a lot of success with Rick and Morty, but there's been so many delays in between the new seasons, so we'll see what happens now, adding another thing on top of it. Well, between the delays and with uh, just everything that they've had to do as a whole, like, they've even made uh, self-aware jokes in it about uh, kind of, like, where the show started versus kind of how it is. Mm -hmm. And they've also the creators also are working on Solar Opposites. Yep. As well, there's gonna be a lot of stuff for them to kind of work through. They were working. They had Solar Opposites, and there was one more. I thought wasn't there. I think they've got another th- show coming. Yeah, but yep. to throw this on top of it is gonna be interesting. Um, to let everyone know, we are down a pair of Zacks yep. today. No Wick Wiki, no Zario Machini, but uh, Crimson here with me as well. Hello, uh, Crimson here. My news for you guys. Uh, as most of you guys know by this time, I am a huge pop figure collector, um, and these last couple days, as a recording, has been Funko Ween, which is Funko's uh, kind of holiday for the, the halfway. halfway point of Halloween, and they've been dropping a bombshell of pop figures these last couple days, some of them being from Jujutsu Kaisen, which has been one that a lot of people have been wanting, a new line of Hunter Hunter which consists of Merowim, uh, Kite, uh, Pito, the uh, chess, the uh, Shoji match between Merowim and, uh, oh my god, I'm blanking. Komogi or Komogi? Komogi. Komogi, yeah. Komogi, yeah. Uh, as well as her own separate one and a few of the, uh, a few new line of Attack on Titan, which has uh, Emir as the Jaw Titan. It has two new versions of Levi, one bloody and one normal. A frozen Aaron when he uh, goes the hard chrysalis, yep. And I believe there's a there's a new Mikasa, a new, new Mikasa, Aaron, a new Aaron, and a Bertolt. Yes, and yeah. Bertolt. Isn't there also some new Black Clover ones coming um, as well? I know you sent me a thing for it a while know, back. I know a while back Luck was coming out, but okay. that's the only one. But I think he's out, if not already on pre-orders. But mm. that was a while back, but. Oh, and New Karapika is also going to be in it with his uh, red eyes. And, uh... Oh my god, why am I blanking on the fucking names? The old guy. Oh, uh... Nef... Not Nef... Uh... 
Netero. Netero, yeah. Yeah. Oh, also the Full Monogamous Brotherhood. New ones. That oh, was yes, the other those, one. Yeah, those also just got uh, yeah. announced Scar, last week. Uh, Win- or Scar, Olivier Armstrong, uh, Hawkeye, and then a new Edward Elric one that also has a glow-in-the-dark chase. Which looks badass. Yeah. So if you're a big uh, Funko fan like I am and a big anime fan like we are, uh, a lot of new pops are coming out to be expected, and I will try and get my hands on all of them. (laughs) If not, as many as my wife will let me get. (laughs) Um, I mentioned no Wikwiki or Zarya Machini tonight, but we do have a couple guests that are going to be joining us from Dad's Anime Stash. We've got Bushido Geek, and then from Talking Anime Podcast, we've got Triple H. How are you guys doing tonight? What's up? Not Not too bad, not too bad. Is this the part where I open my whore mouth, or wait, no, no you guys no, paid no. me to open my whore mouth, right? Yeah, no, we had no. Wait, we had it, it's not time yet. No, we just assume we paid you. Well, we assume we get paid. <laughs> oh no, my bag. Um, so topic. Uh, before we get into the topic tonight, you guys want to jump in, kind of tell people where they can find your different shows and uh, what you guys kind of talk about on your different episodes. Uh yeah, uh yeah sure I can go first. Uh, so yeah, I'm part of, a uh, uh, Dad's Anime Stash, is one of the podcasts that I do, pretty much, you know, you listen to a podcast somewhere, you'll, you'll find us on there, we, uh, review, uh, random animes by weekly, do monthly quiz shows, and, uh, the main thing is we're just, we're all three dads that have kids, and struggle to find time to watch anime. So, question. Yes. Does the prerequisite to join this group require me to have a live child, or can I just have somebody call me daddy? Hmm. <laughs> it depends on who's calling you daddy. I've had multiple people call me daddy. If it's your mom, then I can, we can let you in. What the fuck? Yeah, that's gonna be very awkward to bring up, but you know, for just for you, I'll try. How, how, how much do you want it, though? I guess is the, is the question. That, that that is that is a question indeed. We'll have to discuss this at a later date. Yes. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it Put a pin in that for now. Uh, I, I guess I'll go now. Uh, I am Triple. I'm from the Talk Anime Podcast. You can find us basically anywhere that has a link to listen to podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on you. Uh, I think we're on YouTube. Uh, like I'll give some, I'll give some links uh, the, uh, for you guys to put in the description or anything like that. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Yeah. Uh, we just talk about, uh, we're basically a bi-weekly podcast, or weekly, it, de- it all depends on how lazy we're feeling, really. That's amazing. And we all, <laughs> we all just talk about different animes, we talk about different topics, such as, um, just random stuff, like superpowers, our favorite weapons, um, favorite shonens, stuff like that. Uh, it gets really weird sometimes, sometimes it doesn't get weird at all, but most of the time, it's, it's fucking wild. Uh, yeah, you can find us anywhere with that, like I said before, and uh, I think that's going to be it for me. Perfect. Well, thank you guys for uh, joining us today. Uh, we are going to be talking about Man's Best Friend. A couple weeks ago, we went over the best friends of anime. Now we are going to be going over Man's Best Friends of anime. We're going to be talking about the animals and pets in anime that have helped progress stories, impacted us, and just overall have been a big part of the shows that they come from. Um, to start off, I'm going to make it perfectly clear we are not talking about Nina Tucker. Enough has been said on so many podcasts about Nina Tucker. Her life was horrible. We get it. It's done. 
hold up, hold up. I just have to. <laughs> I, I gotta cross off one through ten real quick. All right. It's funny you say that because before is a bit we short were, now, but hey, we can work with that. Before we were recording, uh, I was telling Frenchie how funny it would be if uh, I ca- if I had it on my list after he said that, and I still said it. Yeah. But still. I would even you about this point. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I'm gonna get started here tonight. Um, we this comes from a show that we uh, talked about here on the Weekly Loose podcast. As you guys know, we do a weekly review every episode of a new show every week. Yeah, <laughs> and um, this one was a personal favorite of all of ours from Ghost Stories. Amanajaku, the demon that took over the cat Kaya, as someone in the sub. Obviously, Amanajaku plays a major part of the story because of him being a main character, essentially. But it is the dub where Amanajaku really gets to shine with such stupid interactions with all the characters. And roasting the fuck out. Ghost Stories is a one-of-a-kind show. Run. She's a ghost and a bitch. Yes. And a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> But Amanajaku just has so many good moments in the show. And then even sacrificing themselves at the end to save the kids in a part that made no fucking sense. But no part of that show made any sense. And that was the best part of it. That show was so goddamn incredible. Why I love every single female principals look like lesbians? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That show was amazing. Uh, that was the first ever, like, actual... One of the first dubs I ever saw. <laughs> and I thought it's all anime like this. This is great. <laughs> it was really yeah. the first abridged series too, and really gave birth to what we've seen grow on the YouTube uh, yeah. community. Yeah, I feel like that true. would be a very a weird one I've to start with. The full like since I've seen the show, but I do remember there's just if you know what you guys are saying, it's, it's definitely yes. started a lot. If you guys want some trivia on that, uh, that's actually the second English dubbing of it. Really? The first English dubbing actually tried to be serious and tried to go word for word for it. Oh, but I think, it, yeah. uh, you know, failed. I uh, remember right. hearing something about that. So they now. just you said, "Fuck it, we're gonna we're gonna sell it for what we can," and then they gave it to uh, the mad lad that directed it and just said, "Do whatever you want with it. We don't give a shit anymore." And he was like, "Well, if that's the case, <laughs> well, if that's what you want, <laughs> we actually got a chance." Uh, John Swayze, who's the voice of a lot of great villains throughout the years, um, was a uh, uh, vocal director and played one of the side characters in the show. And he told us about how just big of a clusterfuck it was trying to put that show together, but how they had so much fun making it. That show. Oh, yeah. I will say, very interesting show for your first ever dub to be. Compared to, like, any other show out there. Like, that's what your first dub was, and you have your pinnacle set at this is, like, what dub needs to be. You're you're in for a ride. (laughs) To be fair, it has become legendary now, so I'd say in the long run, that was a fucking, that was an amazing idea. (laughs) I also just realized from this screen capture from the show that Amanajaku is also the head they take to use in Sword Art Online Abridged for uh, Don Fluffles. So that automatically makes, <laughs> yeah. it, makes it even higher on my list for me. I 
adore Amanajaku and really is uh, one of the best parts of that show. Jesus Christ. Uh, Everything relates back to SAO. Yep. Truly. Alright, Crimson, what is your first one? Uh, my first one, I've, I've been debating on, like, do I want to start with my cheat ones or if I want to start Just with... Just get them out of the way. One. Okay. Uh, my I first can't one wait for is, us to all be at each other's throats by the end of this. Probably. Uh, my first one is Ranga from Reincarnated as Slime. Uh, since his appearance, when Rimuru decided, oh, fuck all of you dogs, I am the captain now. Uh, he has been truly I, man's best friend to him. <laughs> Slime's best friend? Slime's best friend, exactly. And that, that fucking dog knows what's up. I think okay, so th- this is one I haven't seen yet, but I keep getting told I need to watch it. You you do. I It's a banger. I really I, like it. I give Crimson a lot of shit, but I really liked reincarn- that time I got reincarnated as a slime. There's a lot of great characters in that show, and Ranga is a talking dire wolf. Yep. Who is a fucking badass. He's also the shadow of Rimuru. And also is just a person that is basically sworn a life debt to Rimuru because of his strength. Even though Rimuru offed his dad. Yep. Because <laughs> his dad was an idiot. You know, in hindsight, this is the perfect amount of edgelord. <laughs> You're yes, not wrong. Yes, my master. Due to your strength, even though you have slain my father, I will serve you to the death. I mean, his father had it coming. He had it coming. Dick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's my, that's my first one. Just start off... Nice and simple. I really like Ranga. He was one of my favorite parts because we watched season one of it for this show and it really was just kind of a fun watch and Ranga was one of my favorite characters. He's still equally as great in season two. All right. right. Whichever one of you guys wants to go next. Uh, We rock, paper, scissoring for this or we flipping a coin? Uh, Because I got the D&D dice. So do I. I heard bitch told me you guys are starting a podcast. We might as well, st- might as well roll. Let's just roll every d20 we have, and then we'll add it up, and then... Divide by 12. Oh, I got Shrek around here somewhere. <laughs> right, I'll roll a d20. I'll roll a d20. Whoever gets higher can go. Oh, shit. We doing this like an actual fucking game. Hell yeah. Yeah, I didn't roll good. What'd you roll? You rolled a 9. I rolled a 15. Right, you can get to go. Alright, so I'm surprised no one took this wrath that bad. I'm taking Tony Tony Chopper from One Piece. I don't watch One Piece, so. Chopper is amazing, I, though. I love One Piece. Yeah. Do you absolutely. Cons- yeah. I think for me, I didn't consider that. I feel like he breaches that territory of, like, human and animal. Oh, I have nothing but, like, does that count kind of picks? I don't fucking care, honestly. I mean, in all actuality, most of the ones we'll be talking about are on that borderline of animal and not. Mainly because, like... He started as an animal, ate a devil fruit, he's good. He was a reindeer, but everyone calls him a raccoon. (laughs) Also true. He 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 do kind of look like a raccoon with antlers, though. I don't want to so. He is worth a dollar. It used to be one, so it's gone off. It used to be 50. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> he was so pissed. He's like, my captain's worth, what, 100 million? I'm worth 50? 
I can turn into a literal giant. I love that the joke is that regardless of how much they keep doing, to where, like, he's clearly been seen at this point to do crazy things, and they're like, no. I can't wait for, like, after this arc, they get their new bounty up, and it's just going to be, like, Chopper's bounty was it. We went from 100 down to 75. (laughs) He's not a fighter. He's a healer. Or just to, like, really rub it in, it's 99. Oh, my God. That would be hilarious. Uh, I think Chopper's introduction, too, is one of the... Like, obviously, once you get to, like, Arlong Park is where the show really starts to get good the first time. Oh, 100%. 100%. But Chopper's introduction, I think, added an entire new layer to it because, I mean, you have an emotional state with Nami with, you know, everything that Arlong puts her through. But also, kind of fuck Nami because she's kind of a bitch. But Chopper is so fucking Uh, great. I, I assume you're a Robin fanboy, then. Um, I am still working way through One Piece for the first time, and I barely know Robin at this point. I am just at the beginning of Sky Island. Sky P.O., hell yeah. yeah. Great arc, it's great arc. Yeah. Well, I can't yeah, get yeah, past I think episode 50. m Slim Shady. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I've heard Sky Island is like the next... Where it reaches another level going up higher. Which is crazy for me because Alabasta is one of my favorite anime arcs ever. Oh yeah, you met... I think that, that you met Ace already then. Yes. Dude, and fucking Ace. The goat. I know what happens to Ace and it makes me very sad. Yeah. Uh, that was the one me. thing that I looked up. Like, uh, I'm like two arcs behind One Piece, but I'm still on like... I don't know, like eight, I'm, in the, I'm in the 800s. Uh, but way back in the day with the Ace stuff, I did look up because well, I was like so afraid of what was going to happen. Well, do you know why One Piece is actually a disadvantage? What's Be- that? Because an advantage gives you a hole in the or an Ace in the hole, but One Piece gives you a hole in the Ace. <laughs> uh, oh, which reminds me, I have to send you guys an image after this. You guys are up to date with Demon Slayer, right? I uh, uh, no. uh, what do you mean up to date? Have you guys seen the the Rengoku arc? Yes, I've I'm I've just finished the Entertainment District. I, yeah, the no, Rengoku I'm, I'm arc is the fucking movie. Behind. No, I've watched Mugan. I've watched season one and Mugan Train, and that's that's it. Hold up, I got just a meme for y'all then. Oh no! Is it them high fiving through Ace and uh, Rengoku? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking <laughs> love that so much. Jesus. I sent it to my friend, and they just they sent me a voicemail afterwards that I didn't pick up, and it was just them saying "fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you." <laughs> Excellent. I'm like, ah, yes, I'm being a good friend. Jeez. Yeah. Are you are you really a good friend if you don't you know emotionally traumatize your other friends? Oh, that's kind of you. You heard it on Sunday when we were recording for uh, Civic for Senpai. That my entire motivation for assigning shows is to mentally and emotionally wreck my co-hosts. Oh, and absolutely. That's why I give you recommendations. Kind of the whole main point of doing podcasting is to slowly destroy people you bring on the show. Yeah. Ah, got you. Does that to us with his recommendations. I don't but, like it. Me, me, me. How our, how our podcast works usually goes is, is like me and Mitch have more of the modern to, to middle, like, 2000s take. Uh, Gachi's picks are always... It must be 1970 or below. Zerio? And I was just like, damn. 
man, you got some old ass pics. He's like, that's what the good shit is. And I'm like, I'm not disagreeing with you because a lot of those 1970s shit gets remodeled into the newer shit. So a lot of the new shit coming out now is actually the 1970s shit getting reskinned. Yeah. So I can't disagree with him. But damn, is it difficult to sit through like the old animation? Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> yeah, once you get older than like early '90s and late '80s, it gets really rough. And even then, they've got some really rough stuff, like some early Dragon Ball and Sailor Moon stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a little choppy. That, that that's the cutoff point for me. I'm like, I don't watch anything older than that. Yeah. Cowboy Bebop's like just one of those like, Oof, yeah, I love that shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's just always gonna be good. Mm. All right, Bushido Geek, what is your first entry uh so these are in any order just because i didn't want to do an order um, which is fair but the one one of the ones for me that i really enjoyed was uh the tetsuya uh, or kiriko 2 from kiriko's basketball the the dog oh, like the tetsuya 2 yeah tetsuya 2 that i mean mainly just because like they just introduce him as like just kind of like a random comedy thing but one of the main characters in the anime is like deathly afraid of dogs and so it's just funny the way they like bring in little comedy moments of uh introducing like the dog so it was just like a nice change of pace because i love the anime itself and so like the fact that the the main main character is like this really shy kid who finds a dog that's equally as awkward as he is was just kind of like a good moment yeah and then the fact that the guy that's afraid of the dogs is like their six foot eight enforcer power forward Oh yeah, yeah. I am your average. <laughs> I am your average Japanese high school student. Says the six four ripped like Arnold Schwarzenegger kid. Yeah, it, uh, you gotta love anime sometimes. Except because I, I love sports animes, and so like I, I've watched enough by this point where I'm like, none of it ever makes sense, and I just you have to completely ignore it. Yeah, and I sports I really enjoy it. And Tetsuya Two was actually one that I thought about putting in my list, but I didn't know how many people. Because when I was, we were originally planning, it was going to be the four of us, and uh, Wickwick, he was the only other one that I know that has seen any of Kuriko, but I really enjoyed his interaction, and the way they keep bringing him back. Plus, his little jersey is fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. And the fact that Kuriko just carries around him around in his gym bag. Oh, it's great. It makes it so much better when he, like, he just acts, he treats it like it's... I don't know, more than what it is, and it just makes it so much better. Agreed. I can't hear much of an opinion. This animal understands. Just know he's another great dog. It's, yeah, it's it. another really good dog. Yeah. Another addition to the good boy list. Exactly. Yes, no, the goodest no. boy list. Um, so my next one is going to go back to the cat list, because most of mine are cats, because I'm obsessed with cats. Um, oh god, he's a cat person. Exactly. Um, I have cat paw prints on my chest. That's a tattoo from my cat that I had for seventeen years. Um, I was about to go to a really dark place there with my own pet, but I was like, "Fuck it, never mind. We don't need to get that dark." Nice. Wow. Um, but my next entry is Arthur from Code Geass. Arthur is okay. another character that is just randomly introduced. And he almost fucks up the entire plot of the show, and it's amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Art, if you've seen Co- because if they said that, like, what was it, that he could get a date with Lelouch? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not just like that. that. He also stole Zero's mask. 
Oh yeah, that's right. Because he had it on his head, and he just started running the fuck around. Because he yep. and almost like, reveals oh, Lelouch or Zero's identity to everyone at the school. And because of the search for Arthur, it is also what rekindles Suzaku's and Lelouch's friendship, because they're working together on something for the first time in years. Yeah. <laughs> Arthur. That fucking cat. Arthur is just. So what a... I'm hearing is pussy saved a friendship. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. With the fact that oh, Arthur is just such a small part of one episode, and then he makes like appearances throughout the rest of the series, but it's just that one episode where he almost completely ruins Lelouch's plan. Lelouch is able to get through every barricade in his way, but his plan is almost ruined by a, a six-pound cat stealing his helmet. Can you imagine how quick that show would have ended if that would if that if they ended up seeing the cat with the mask? Yeah, and then figuring out that Lelouch is the one trying to catch him. <laughs> but that's one of the reasons I love Arthur is just his impact on the plot for such a small minor role. Yeah. Oh, in the yeah. wise words of Qui Gon, there's always a bigger fish. Exactly. In this case, it was a cat <laughs> caught the fish. Exactly. <laughs> Ain't no bigger fish. There's just a big fucking cat outside, ready to eat that damn fish. Meow. <laughs> All right. My next one. God, fine. Uh, my next one is Narrow from Black Clover. Uh have you guys seen? I'm guessing you guys have seen Black Clover. Yeah, no, I have not. You have not. No, right. but I've heard fucking... a lot. About, I've heard a lot about it. Well, the fucking is... sparrow is on top of his head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and you, to avoid spoilers for you, uh, that scene has been out for like four years. If I get spoiled. Um, yeah, spoilers is fine. It's gonna, it's gonna be a long time before I get a chance to like watch it because there's so many on my list that fair. Really, it's, it's fine. Wait the a minute. Wait a minute. Am, I, am, I, am I about to say I'm old? What the fuck? Wait a minute. Hold on. Four years. No. 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 Wait a minute. I remember that and that was new. <laughs> Fuck. It might be God three years, but I promise you it's been multiple years. Because I haven't watched any of Black Clover in over two years. And I've oh, seen God, that scene. How you guys feel? I think it ju- the anime just ended late last year. Yeah. Also, aren't you 21? The world is cruel. <laughs> Can't argue with that. Uh, yeah, narrow is life the... is a cruel mistress. It really <laughs> bends you over and says, "No, no, that's not my. That's my no-no square." And she just says, "Don't worry, I got lube." And then doesn't use the lube. <laughs> and then uses sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs> it's spiked for your displeasure. Hey, see, you guys get me. Single brain selectivity. There you go. Anyways, back on topic. Friends obtained. Uh, Nero is the, yes, he's, uh, she's the bird in Black Clover, uh, that sits on Asa's head. The fact that you find out that she was the first Wizard King's, for lack of a better term, like, apprentice, I guess you could say? Essentially, yeah. And has helped Asta through so much in both bird and human form, uh, truly an MVP of the show. I thought you were gonna say through bird problems and human problems. <laughs> I mean, probably. Both this. Yeah. Um, yeah she if I remember is, correctly, she used to peck the fuck out of him. 
Mostly it was one like he would do something. Like, uh, it was mostly I think uh, during a wrong decision. So all the time. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So all the time. <laughs> all I remember doing as a bird is just pecking the fuck out of his head. And then eventually talking and just really confusing everybody. And he, and like I I love his reaction. He's like, yeah, no, no, she can do that the entire time. What? What do you mean? He's <laughs> like, what? Is it weird for birds not to be able to talk? Uh, apparently. Uh... They live in the Magic Kingdom and birds don't talk. What? And a hey, voice part demon. Bird do, my my yeah. bird can do tricks. Watch this. Speak. <laughs> you got a boy. So who, you got a boy who's half demon. Another guy who literally controls a house. You've got the entire uh, queen of witches. No, 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 no. You make it an understatement. Controls a house. Makes the house into a fucking mech. Yeah, That's, turns Black Clover yeah. from fantasy to a mecha anime. Yeah. Real and they don't, and yet the, a talking bird is the where they draw the line. <laughs> he fucking rocketed the demon child. <laughs> but a talking <laughs> bird is where the line's drawn. Uh, this bench ain't got no magic in it. It empty. <laughs> uh, I thought originally you were gonna go with one of Charmy's uh, sheep. All of Charmy's sheep, though. Let's be real. If we're talking true MVP of that show, it's every single one of Charmy's sheep. They fucking put up with that. I love her, but God, I should not put up with her. Charmy is best girl. Fuck you. No, I agree with you. That's the thing. I agree with you. When she she can cook up food, she loves to cuddle, and she can kick just about anybody's ass if she's in the mood for it. Not to mention she's half giant, and she looks Dude. fine. Like, fine as hell. Eh... Yeah. When she doesn't have her derpy ass face on her, which is very, very it's, often her face. Yeah. Too bad she 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 started becoming the soccer. You know what? No, I can't even say it because like Black Clover has like the best rival for like a while. Because like usually rivals always tend to be like Sasuke kind of characters. Yeah. Yuno's actually a fucking good dude. Yes. Who actually respects Asta. And is a well-written like, no, 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 character. Don't you fuck with my brother. That's my brother, bro. Yeah. And is isn't, like, isn't just a poorly written edge lord. Yeah. He's like, oh fuck you, Asta. Like, but if anybody else talks shit, I'm kicking their ass. He's like, he has absolute faith in Asta. And no matter what scene, if he just randomly pops up, he's like, oh, yo, dude, I got you. Let's go. We, we, but we, he'll we also shit talk him as well. I know. Say, say less. Say less. He'll he'll help Asta, but he'll also shit talk the fuck out of him to his face. That is what brothers do. Exactly. Yes. That they are brothers to the damn core. Uh, so yeah, uh, uh, narrow for Black Clover. Uh, my next pick. Uh, whoever wants to get next on your guys' end. I think you mean your next peck. Me. Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm choosing Iggy from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure uh, Part Three. I haven't gotten to that part yet. I mean, I'm in Never Part Three, but I'm not up to that point. Uh, I have a different person I can go with. I mean, oh, no, you I know who whoever. I, I know who you're talking about. You go with whoever you uh, want. All I need to say is Pet Shop, and if you if you know, you know. I've never seen the full scene, but Iggy is fucking hilarious from what I've heard. Iggy's awesome. He's an absolute fucking Chad. Why so is I'm that gonna, dog I'm gonna, I'm gonna nightmarish? I'm of Iggy, though he, he is forever number three in my heart. Uh, and I will say Happy from Fairy Tale. I will agree with that one. 
that, really, that's a great choice. Any of the X seeds are amazing, but Happy is peak. Happy's peak, peak followed by a was a fucking dragon for the longest time. Yo, what now? Yeah, like when Natsu, Natsu and I forgot her name, uh, first found them, they thought it was a dragon egg. So they just called him a dragon for like, until they found out he was an X seed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. With the... Lisa? Lisa? Lisa Lisa? No, that's JoJo Part 2. <laughs> uh, Luana or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Um, I mean, it makes she, sense. It, she, it came out of a shit, fucking damn, dragon like, dude who didn't, who couldn't fight, he did a lot of shit in that Lizana. series. Lizana, that's what it was. There. Yeah. Dude had a lot of pull. He got himself a girl who could fight. Oh, yeah. He got himself a best uh, friend did, who could also fight. He had a best friend who could fight, and then his best friend's girlfriend who can also summon other people to fight for. Because she herself is useless as fuck. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, she kind of... Mm, we're gonna, we're gonna not talk about that because that's ending shit, but, uh... Uh, yeah, no, like, he, he, he befriended, like, the strongest wizard guild. Yeah. And they were all like, you touch the cat, you die. As they should be. That was be. an agreed-upon rule. Yes. And I believe on multiple occasions, due to Happy's interference and in saving either one of the characters, uh, literally the show would have ended right then and there. Yeah. But Happy's like, fuck no, dog. I uh, I got you. I'm, 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 I'm going to just swing in. I'm uh, I, I, These wings ain't for nothing. I can fly for about five seconds. He's like, tag me in, tag me in. Let's fucking go. Tag Punches to the wall. Ch- tag me tag out. Tag me in, coach. I'm ready. I'm I ready to throw down. Caught me, man. Caught me. <laughs> Hold me back. Hold me back. <laughs> fucking switch knife. All right, let's get to work. Hold me back. Hold me back. I'm going Hold in. Me back. Hold me back. I'll break fucking I think one of my favorite things about the X season fairy tale is that all the dragon slayers just randomly have them. Yeah. <laughs> because they... It's so weird. It's just like, okay... But is there a reason for it? And the author just says, no, I just like giving them cats. And he's just, okay. And I just love after uh, Wendy and Carla are introduced. And then you've just got Godgeal and he's just like, I want a flying cat. And then he meets Panther Lily and Edelis. I like, fucking love, love it so much. They got you know, the Lily, best bromance. If I remember correctly, that scene when Lily just, he picked them up and says, you're with me now. Yep. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> And he's just, and Lily's just like, I didn't agree to this. Sucks. <laughs> I just love... Sucks for you. You're gonna like me like it or not. The fucking Panther Lily is like this big, strong fucking cat man. And then he turns down to this little fucking pipsqueak thing and still has the same voice. That is my favorite part about Panther Lily. I love Godzilla's reaction because as soon as he went down for him, he's like, my chances arise. <laughs> Uh, I have a lot fine. of problems with fairy tale at different parts, but the X seeds are not one of them. I need to get uh, back and finish that. I haven't finished it yet. I, I got after uh, Edelis. I got to the point right after Edelis, and then I just stopped because I was like, I, I was like, this is getting ridiculous. I don't know, man. Edelis is oh, really good. It gets way worse. Yeah. There is, and I quote you not. Wait, I'm trying to remember who Edelis was. Which which one was Edelis? Where they went to the alternate world. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, in in the end, I shit you not. There is a an enemy that they the, the group fights, and if you're a virgin, or no, if you're not a virgin, you go down to the ground in pain, or get really really horny. 
And they, that is literally an enemy they fight at the final battle. So hey, he gave us confer confirmation to who's virgins or not. When you say final battle, do you mean of the show or of Analyst? Yes. Just, no, just of the show. What the fuck? I shit you not. Is that All the crazy right. bitch in the background <laughs> on the trail. final cover? There is literally, like, it was so fucking hilarious because when it popped out, the entire community went ape shit. Because I, I, think, it, I think it was revealed that Urza wasn't a version. Is it the blonde chick with the white shirt and the red, like the white ear things? Uh, I have to look it up. Give me one second. Hold she on. looks like she should be a cat, but is a human. Uh, I do not fucking remember. For the life of me, I wish I did, because I know her design. It was a chick, and I think she was blonde? Yeah, I don't I, it's the her dress so though. in the final season cover, it's like all the group, and then there's a chick right behind them, and it's like a bigger version of her, but she's got long blonde hair, white Ears, bow tie, like hair bow, whatever the fuck. I think that's her. Okay. I, I could be wrong, but I think that's her. She looks like she'd she's in the, some kinky shit. Uh, that's because she is. I mean, yeah, you just well, holding her powers to determine who's virgin and who's not. Uh, hold up. I don't remember the thing, so I'm just having to type in random fucking syllables into Google yeah, and say, I pray to God that this works. In no way will Google make you pay for just randomly typing things in. Do we want to go on to the next person while he's looking that up? Bushido. Uh, yeah, I can do that. Uh, so, I mean, again, probably one of the key ones for me is um, Pooh from Yu Yu Hakusho. Who maybe isn't a direct animal per se, and more of like a spirit, but he's I'm a spirit animal because he's a literal spirit around. animal. But yeah, like so. I, I mean, one because Pooh is literally the reason that he gets like saved when he's uh, taking on Genkai's power, and it like connects like his spirit, uh, and then like the the scene where like Pooh turns into a phoenix, and like it, oh, it's just. It's a it's a good perfect mix of like comedy, uh, mixed in with like it actually being relevant to his like growth as a character in the show. Mm -hmm. So I'm not gonna lie, when you said poo at first and you paused for a long time, I'm about to get real confused. I'm like, what the fuck did Winnie the Pooh become an anime? <laughs> <laughs> Heavily inspired. Don't worry. Is it oh, like that yeah. SpongeBob fan made anime? Winnie the Pooh oh, crossover. Man. Disney yeah. would never allow that. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> But no, Pooh wow. is a great choice. I, yeah. That's fair, yeah. Especially as a character that has a big impact on the plot without saying a single word outside of his own name. The entire show. Right. Plus, Pooh is canon in uh, Hunter x Hunter, too, which I love. Right. And that just goes to show you how, how awesome he is. Like, come on, this, guy, this guy's crossing animes now. Tagashi's amazing. Um, if you... So. When they... In the Greed Island... Or, not the Greed Island... When they're trying to get to Greed Island, the uh, yeah. the uh, arc where they are doing the uh, auction, 
the rich girl that they're trying to get the stuff for, when she's on her phone, there's a little keychain of poo. Oh, yeah. I didn't even realize I that. Take this seriously, because every time I hear that, I just think of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Pooh's amazing. Okay, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, it was not a chick. It was a dude. That makes as much sense. Yeah. Uh, if you guys, if you guys are, if you guys don't mind, a couple spoilers for people who haven't. Who haven't I'm never gonna know. finish it, so oh, I do not care okay. for it. Spoil. It was Lacard Dragneel, and he has, and I quote, "sex magic." <laughs> Wait, is he related to Natsu? Yes. Is it his brother? Sex magic. Okay. Uh, technically. That would be a He's very awkward upbringing. He's one of them. There's twelve. Alright, well, we will technical we'll about it. That. He doesn't technically have a brother, but he also does. Hmm. Because again, spoilers, Natsu's artificial. Yeah. Uh this dude, uh Lakar Dragneel is uh, is a spriggan. He is four hundred plus years old. Ah, they're torturing a lot of non-virgins. So we know oh how to give that dude, It was wood. hilarious because you see like counterparts because like I think the the one that got hit the hardest was fucking Gildarts. That's not a surprise. He's canonically not a virgin because he has a daughter. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. I'm saying like because they get harder the more you partook in flesh. Ah, nice. So Gildarts is on the floor fucking seizing. All right. And everyone man. else is just like, "Damn, this hurts." And Gildarts over here just like, I'm fucking dying. Uh, that's amazing. Um, so I'll go to my next one. Um, we'll move over to dogs, for one. Um, there are several great ones you can go with from Naruto. But I'm going to go with Pakun, which is the ninja dog who is a partner with Kakashi. Pakun okay. has helped save so many people because he has been the messenger for Kakashi in emergencies. Not to mention that he's the reason Naruto fucking lived. Yes. Like when like the whole Final Valley shit happened and Sasuke was like deadass about to just leave him for dead. Yep. He, and like Pakun's the reason he fucking survived. There's a ninja dog. There are multiple ninja, ninja dogs. dogs. Sounds There's multiple. You've met Akamaru. interesting. But Ninja yeah, Dog sounds okay. That's oh, fair. Oh, dude, you should see it. There's fucking... There's toads, there's slugs, there's snakes, the there's dragons. I've seen the snakes. There's but there's also dogs. But there's also Naruto in it. So that's... You that's mean Boruto's dad? Yeah, it's, it's a big negative for me. Minato's son? I just want a series about <laughs> Minato and Kushina. That's what I want. Nobody gives Nobody a fuck about Boruto. Give us Minato. Yeah. But Paku... Oh my god, it could be a rom-com. Oh my god. Yeah. Because we already know, and we already know the fucking depressing bits of the story. Yeah, but... <laughs> I guess that would be a seinen, because you kind of know how that ends. Hey, we know the depressing parts about how fucking Fruits Basket ends and starts, and they're coming out with a movie about uh, Toru's mom. We know how the depressing stuff of the uh, Mary and uh, John Winchester in Supernatural in a live-action show, and they just announced... The TV show, uh, The Winchester, is coming out, which is going to make no fucking sense, but that's a different topic for a different podcast. Yeah. 
I would, I would, I would, you know what? I've been starving for supernatural content. I'll take what I can get. Yeah, but like, Just how are they gonna? How are you gonna make it work when he didn't uh, even become a hunter until after she died? I guess it's gonna be after after he died or after she died. <laughs> Why is it called the Winchesters and not just the Winchester? We could call it you John. Have Sam and Dean, though, too. But it takes place before they're ever born. Then I have no fucking clue, dog. <laughs> Wait a minute, no, that doesn't make sense. What the hell? Exactly. Welcome to the CW. John and no, Mary yeah, are well, on the yeah, cover of the show. CW will throw anything at a wall and see if it sticks. Mm-hmm. Half their shows are fucking canceled now. Yeah. Well, yeah, or just ending. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so my next one uh, is going to be a little bit of a cheat. Uh, it is all of the Zodiac in Fruits Basket. I could not narrow it down to one specific, because like, you could go the obvious of uh, Kyo or uh, Yuki. Yuki, or even, um, oh my god, Dog. The Dog. Dog? What yeah. the fuck's okay. his name? I don't know, it's Bow Wow. What? Little Bow Wow. Fucking goddammit, what's his name? Little, yeah, little, I'm gonna go with Little Bow Wow. Little, little Bow Wow. That sounds like a fucking fucking It starts up with an SH. Rapper. I know. <laughs> they literally have a pop, they just released a fucking pop figure for him, like, late last year, too. No, it's been around You're for a while. You're just gonna hear rubbing the background, he's just like, I know I got it around here. Boy. I'm halfway through the years, what I should have said, because that was when they all released it. I feel like you're just Gilgamesh with the pop figures. Yes! I have pulls out two goddamn many. Arsenal of pop figurines. Uh, you you underestimate the amount of pops I own. You How many do you underestimate have? my true power. You underestimate the amount of credit card debt I'm in. How many pops you got? <laughs> so we going on there? Whose turn is it now? No, I, uh, I was asking how many pops do you have? Me? I don't. I mean, no, no. Hold on. I got a. I got a. I got a crackhead, and I got a. I got a ketamine addict. So you got a Yoda. Uh, I got a Yoda and a Darth Maul. Both of them are golden. Nice. Oh yeah. Um, and I think the Darth Maul. I have two golden Darth Mauls. Ironically enough. Nice. I think I'm missing those I, two. I, in my I gold approve wholeheartedly of golden Darth Maul. I think those are the I two love my ketamine addict though. I just I, every time I see him, I can't help but laugh because I just think of the Le- the Lego Yoda death sound. Yeah. And then to run over like you know run over people in my two thousand one Honda Civic for ketamine, I must. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have seen that shit, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh my shit! I fucking died, dog. When I first saw that shit, I was like, I right, fuck it, take my money. I fuck it, give me the pop figurine. I don't I don't get pop figurines. Give me the pop figurine. I need them. Mm. I don't get many. Uh, so back on topic, um, yeah, all of all of the zodiacs truly play a p- big part in the uh, in Fruits Basket and in Toru's entire journey. Uh, whether you only see them for a couple episodes or throughout the whole series, they are very. Uh, I mean, I know they're obviously the main characters in the show, but they are very, very key to. How I'm still pissed. Around. What's up? I'm still pissed. At? My Zodiac's a I... fucking dragon. <laughs> the fucking little seahorse. I hated that you know so much. We are. 
Do you know how pissed I was? I was expecting fucking Shinron, and I got a pregnant seahorse from goddamn fish hooks. Who yeah, is a well, crab? You know. Crab. For cancer. Do better. Wrong zodiac. I will fucking do that this time. It's the Chinese zodiac, not the astrological. Uh, oh, the, oh yeah, that's right. Mine's Yuki. Mine's the rat. Yeah. Mine's the pig, and I don't remember which one's the pig. Uh, the boar. It was the uh, little girl. The uh, little uh, girl. No, that's the tie. No, she. No, the boar is the one that was super fucking strong, and liked Keo. Oh yeah, the one who was obsessed with the cat. Yeah. Tom girl. Tomboy? City girl who's just buff as fuck. Mm. City slicker. Pretty much. Alright, who's next? Yeah, bang Yankees. Uh, I have no idea who's next. Me? Oh, it's fucking triple. one of us. It's triple. <laughs> it's yeah. one of us? You're fucking America. Uh, I guess I can pick... That's a good one. Uh, you know what? One or two. Two. Two? Alright, I pick Hawk from Seven Deadly Sins. I think Hawk. And vice versa, also Hawk's mom. Yes. Hawk's mom for the <laughs> win! That's a good choice. That bitch straight up ate but, one but, of the fucking powers, uh, one of the fi- uh, strongest attacks from one of the fucking commandments. <laughs> Putting the boar in the boar hat. Is the Hawk's mom coming in here like, get that weak shit out of here? <laughs> yep. Didn't she straight up, like... know where my son is. Didn't she straight up body one of the, uh, fucking demons? She sat on him, yes. She sat on him. And then he fucking died. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> uh, I, cause I remember that in the bridge series, they just went beep, beep, and then they just... Boom! <laughs> yeah. It, I just like the anime because, like, very early on, they just keep introducing me as the... Oh, God, what is he, the... Is he the captain or the... Captain? Uh, no, the scrap. He's like the scrap. Oh, the yeah, captain yeah, of, the, of the, food, the scraps uh, the disposal? Leftovers department. He's the captain of the leftovers. Yeah. Captain of scraps disposal? Captain yeah, of scraps yes, disposal. Yes, yes, That's yeah, yeah, what yeah. it was. Yeah, captain of scraps disposal. Because after they, like, Meliodas revealed, like, oh, yeah, no, I'm the captain of the sins. He's like, well, fuck you. I'm the captain of the scraps disposal unit. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the overconfidence of tackling people. Yeah. Give me strong Usopp vibes, which is why I like them. My favorite part piggyback, of piggyback, piggyback, piggyback. That's a good comparison. My favorite part of uh, Hawk is whenever he whenever he runs, he's going piggy trap, piggy trap, piggy trap, piggy trap. Speaking of which, I have a best boy Nosuke figurine that I got I got for my birthday on oh, my desk. Wow. Um, I love that Bon absolutely respects the fuck out of Hawk too. Yes. Wow. <laughs> oh like, yeah, yo, dude, you the captain? I. And it was all just because of a drunken night, mm-hmm. which makes it even funnier. You're the captain? What? Oh, shit. You're the captain? What? Your looks have gone down the drain. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that choice. Sexy. I don't see what that is though. No, it's not good. I agree with that choice. Hawk got. Hawk deserved a lot of respect that he truly did not get in the show, other than by Bond. You, he got—he's like one of the very few people with super, like actual fucking superpowers, not just basic magic bitch shit. Well, yeah. it's, it's funny my that you was, say superpowers. My man was hyper adapting to magic. 
That's what I, yeah, I was saying. It's funny you say superpower, <laughs> considering technically Hawk's a demon. Demon I, Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. He is. Does that count as an animal? I, I won't count him as an animal. I mean, he, he was well, born a demon, but he was raised in the human world. Right. As a pig. And well, I mean, we've seen what happens if he was raised in the, in the demon world by his brother. He would just be but a pig just that's straight up looks a different like a color. He's just a bigger version of a thing with tusks. So I'm like, all right, no, you're just literally just a wild pig. Exactly. But I think that's what makes it better, though. Look, if Naruto can have ninja dogs, fucking Seven Deadly Sins can have demon pigs. <laughs> if Naruto can exist for more than one season, Hawk can do what he wants. I just want, I just want to think about, like, if, if we just took out-of-context quotes from, like, say, this podcast and brought it back to our, our past selves, just out-of-context, <laughs> how weird do you think they would think we would be? Yeah. <laughs> just go like to your past self and just yell. Podcast, and... Like, for whatever show, I'm like, I'm pretty sure down the road I'm going to play this back and be like, what the hell is wrong? What the fuck was I talking about? What? Why did you go on a rant for 20 minutes about mashed potatoes? Like, what the fuck? Mashed potatoes are good. You can hey, if there's anything to go on a rant about for 20 minutes, Most it's mashed potatoes. <laughs> and go. No. Mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes. All right, who's next? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think it's me. So, um, I think for me, I'm going to go with... Um, Appa from Avatar, uh, Last Airbender. Fair enough. Uh, ma- mainly because, I mean, one, it's a great, it's a great anime, but also because they really go into like the, the they're the last of their kind, and like they really like t- tug at your heartstrings. Like, Core doesn't exist. Well, yeah. No. Uh. And I think it's just the fact that he, like, he's, like, they gave him more of a personality than just being, like, hey, you're just a thing that, like, carries us from, like, A to B. Like, they actually, like, spent a little time, like, giving him, like, an actual, like, uh, emo- like getting getting you emotionally attached to him. Yeah. He literally carried the show on his back. Yeah, like, literally. And, Love- God, he had an arrow on his head. What's not What's not adorable about that? Love it when you call me Big Appa. She got them Appa bottom jeans. Now I I can't help but think of like when I I saw an image years ago that was Appa in a pimp suit with a pimp hat. (laughs) Big Appa! (laughs) Okay, that's pretty good. That's really good. If he was into rock music, he'd be Appa Roach. And I remember seeing Momo in a gangster outfit right next to him. Lil Mo. I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. All right, I think we got time for one more go around. Um, pick wisely. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Ooh. Um, I, I, I got I think of a good one to end it on. I really thought about doing uh, Chimera from Love Chinibio and Other Delusions, but um, no, I'm gonna go. With one of a show that has become one of my favorites, and that is Haru from my name. My roommate is a cat, who is literally one of the two main characters. Yes, in a show that tells one story through the perspective of her owner, and then retells the same story from her perspective and how it connects. 
And it's funny as fuck. It is so funny. It is so cute. And Haru is a fucking champ and a survivalist. I kind of want to rewatch that show again. It is so good. I love My Roommate as a Cat. And it's only 12 episodes. If I get done with this assignment early, I might go back and rewatch that. So good. I fucking love that show. Have you guys seen My Roommate as a Cat? Uh... Like bits and pieces, but I haven't like sat down to like do it and watch the dub. It's yeah, better. yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, so just like, seeing yeah, yeah. like the ideas of like they had to sit down and be like, okay, how would a cat react in this situation? What would be going through their minds? And it's just very well written. It's very accurate. What we think. Uh, well, yeah, but. Just the development of their relationship. Haru is so great. Oh, yes. And just the, the last episode of her going missing and him looking for her is adorable. And depressing. Yes. But it has to be depressing because that was one of my assignments. Yeah! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I looked it up and I just got a news video saying a woman suspects neighbor ate her missing pet cat. <laughs> well, I mean... What the fuck? My roommate is a cat. My neighbor is a psycho. Yeah, those things just kind of mesh well together, and then you get a new story. And that would be a weird anime title that we would expect, so... Yeah. I wouldn't put it past off because there was a title of a girl trying to fuck the dog of a dude who got reincarnated into her dog. Anime's weird. Anime always makes the most sense. Just... She tried to neuter him with scissors. <laughs> Right. And his entire thing was like she could hear him, and then she thought, "Damn, this would be a make a good story." And I'm shitting you not; it's actually this fucking wild. I don't remember the title of it, but God for second, I know somebody will. Just put it in the and Discord what, uh, chat. Someone will fucking know. I'll, I'll, or if you know, get I'm not gonna rest it until I find it. I gotta plan a fucking one shot based on one piece, and then I gotta do this shit. Get in the comments <laughs> if you know. Alright, my last one uh, is going to be Blair from Soul Eater. Uh, have you guys seen Soul Eater? Uh, yes. Like, like half. Okay. Uh, we beat her in the first episode. So. Yeah. I think Blair uh, actually... Okay, yeah, then we're good. Yeah, I think Blair actually plays a very good role throughout the show as a whole. In regards to just meeting her the first time and realizing that now uh, Maki and Soul have to restart their whole th journey to the fact that she's somewhat a good friend to all of the people and she works to help Maka's dad actually try and become a better person while working at Chupacabras. And I forgot that it was the name of a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's kind of a while. <laughs> I was just like, huh? What the fuck does a Mex what does a blood sucking goat de or wolf demon have to do with oh wait a minute. <laughs> uh you almost were thinking of chimichangas, my friend. I heard that no, slip if up. I'm thinking chimichangas, I'm getting hungry, and now I'm hungry. <laughs> I, I heard that slip up that you about had there. I, okay, okay, I shit you not. There is a Mexican place near where I live, over by the over by the Air Force Base. This place has jumbo margaritas, and in between uh, four to seven is happy hour. You can get the jumbo margaritas for like five sixty nine. Nope. I, I ordered one one time, and I shit you not, 
It is the literal size of a fucking soup bowl. I looked at that. And I'm like, I'm gonna be fucked up. This. I'm gonna have to go to this met, like taco truck across the street tomorrow and get and get some tacos. Oh, damn it! Now I want tacos. God, I think I have taquitos in the fridge. Guess what I'm eating tonight? Uh, I, I'm not gonna say it. It's, it's too easy. I gave you this setup and you deny it. It's it, it's almost too easy at this point. Pussy. You know what? You know what? This is not the first per- first time I've been told I'm too easy. Yeah, well, I mean, like we said, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Ah, I love, I know I'd love you people. <laughs> what do you mean, you people? What do you mean? Well, anyways, uh, yeah, so my last one is Blair. Uh, whoever's next? Uh, I, 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 I can do. Yeah, I can do. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, all right, so I, I wanted to end with an annoying one, or something that I, I thought was annoying. Um, it also helps that I hate the anime. Um, but from Inuyasha, um, Miyoga, who's the flea. Oh, fuck that Miyoga. guy. Right? Yeah, exactly. So it's this flea that throughout the anime is like, literally, it's like his sole purpose is to hit on K- uh, Kagome, uh, suck blood from Inuyasha, and like just run away from his like flea wife. And that, that's literally any time he appears in the anime, he only does one of those three things. Yes. And it's, he's such an annoying character. Yeah, I cannot stand... When you first, when you were saying, I was going to go with the one that I hate, I thought you were going to talk shit about Kirara, and we were going to throw hands. Because <laughs> Kirara is just Inuyasha's appa. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, no, that, that, I, that I'm okay with. Yeah, She's a cat demon that can breathe fire and can also grow in size and fly. Shit. Kirara is dope. <laughs> and what was this from again? Inuyasha. Ah. Which is just a weird show to begin with, but... It, it really is. Yeah. As soon as you said the name of it, I'm like, uh, it's, it's a time travel. I, mean, I don't like the anime in general Isakai. because there's just so many, there's so many problems, there's so many problems with it, but... Uh, Kagome's so fucking you toxic, know? too. Anyone else want to talk about how fucking psychopathic Inuyasha is? That too. I think, well, I think everyone, I think, again, none everyone of Everyone on the show sense. is a fucking psychopath. Well, yeah. Like, and especially, like, Kagome is, like, the, it's probably, like, one of the most master emotional manipulators that, like, Oh my god, yeah. Like, Dude, she enslaved a person. Right. And then she constantly used it to her advantage to, like, make his life a living hell because she gets slightly upset. And I'm like, you're you're literally a guest in this world. Like, this isn't reality for you. This is their world. And you're turning this guy into, like, a literal dog. I really wish that Zaria was here because he would love this conversation because he feels the exact same way. Yes. He hates Kagome because of how abusive she is. Yeah, it's insane. Don't they end up together, though? Unfortunately. Oh, they have a child. Trash. Yeah, that's, uh, there's, a, there's a new show, right? Which they the abandoned, by the way. <laughs> Supposedly. Yeah. Like, straight up, like, when they first met, Inuyash did not realize that was their kid. <laughs> hmm. He looked at her and he just, he's like, what the fuck are you doing, small child? And she's like, what the fuck do you mean, old man? And then Kagome looked at her and turned her head sideways. That's our fucking daughter. What? <laughs> we had one of those? Jesus. 
Yeah. I haven't watched Yashihime, but I've heard if you like Inuyasha, you'd like Yashihime. But if you don't like Inuyasha, you're not going to like Yashihime. That, that is one of those things where I'm saying that is a very faithful adaptation yeah. where it's, it's not bad. Like, all things considered, it's not bad. Like, the characters are good. It's not obscenely, like, oh, the the children have surpassed the parents or type shit. It's just like, oh, yeah, no, they're on a journey kind of like their parents were. And they're just doing shit. And then eventually, somehow, they meet up with their parents. And then, boom, shock, lock, and they get to talk, and then they go their own separate ways again. Mm. Makes perfect sense, yeah. Yeah. Well, it already sounds better than Boruto. <laughs> All right, dude. I, never, I fucking like Boruto. The only thing Boruto did right was give us the, uh, the fucking what's it called? Uh, what the fuck was that new form Naruto had? Oh, the Baryon mode. Baryon uh, form. Baryon mode. Yeah, I was felt fucking pissed though because didn't because like for spoilers for people who don't know this. Oh. This is a very big spoiler for uh, Boruto, so turn your ears. I'm going to give you a five-second countdown if you don't want to listen to this. It's whatever we uh, talk about. Five, four, three, two, one. Baryon mode quite literally kills Kurama. Yeah. yeah. I was so sad when I read that. I cried like a little bitch. I did not. I'm not forgiving them for that. Because, yeah. like, I, I knew exactly why they did it. It's because Naruto and Sasuke are way too busted. They had to nerf them. Yeah. Well, the way yeah. nerf Naruto was by killing the only thing in him. Well, it's not the only thing in him anymore. And, and like, the, the thing about that is, like, Naruto's still, like... I love how he still has the energy about him, too. He's like, I, I may have lost Kurama... But fuck around with the village and find out. I, I, I was a goddamn hero before I, I had access to that shit. Try me, motherfucker. See what happens. Catch these I hands. I kill pain with nothing but these hands. Let's go. Alright. Last one. Oh, that's me. Uh, so, this is gonna have people absolutely fucking hate me. Like, more? All right. or... Oh, wait, 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 way more, way more. This is not only from a show I watch, but I know the basics the basics of, and I know this is a very, very hated character. Oh no. It's gonna be Nita Tucker. QB from uh Madoka Magica. Oh fuck. <sighs> <sighs> that show is a whole uh, is trash. That's the sounds of shit I love there. It is the size and the Ugh. So you like hearing uh, uh defeat. Yeah. I like hearing people's souls leave their body because they don't want to deal with this bullshit. I mean, fair. And the bar- bad part is, he's actually a really good character. Mm-hmm, he's just a little fucking psychopath. Well, yeah. And the shit part is, everything he says makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair point. And he's got this fucked up little twin. Oh, I know, yeah. Because I was debating on whether it would be that or Luna from the Sailor Moon. Luna is great. Oh, Luna, yeah, okay. So I was like, "Fuck it! If I'm gonna choose a, if I'm gonna choose a magical girl pet, then I might as well choose the fucked up version." You're a horrible human being. Thank you for coming. I'm glad that, 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 yeah, that part's true. Yeah. 
Uh, it's so nice being recognized as that for once. His true self. Because I'm not it's the fucked up one out of my group. That's the sad part. Jesus. I'm usually the one that has to keep other people under restraint. Damn. So it... I don't know if I believe you on that. It is kind of hard to you'll believe. Learn. You'll learn. We'll, we'll, we'll hang out more. We'll yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, before we wrap up this topic, everyone want to go through and just name the other ones they had on their list? Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, I had Poir from Dragon Ball. Good choice. Ooh, okay. Uh, I mean, the classic... Uh, I, I, will, no, I, I won't go with the Cowboy Bebop basic answer. Uh, I was going to go with Plu from Rave Master. Oh. Um, he shakes the whole time. It's funny. I had Panda from Jujutsu Kaisen. Fair. Oh. I was wondering if someone was going to go with Panda. I was tempted. Ironically enough, I had two pandas. Well, technically three. <laughs> Uh, uh, I had, had Panda from uh, Sh- uh, Shirokuma Cafe. <laughs> yeah. I saw that and one pop up had... online. Then you had Murakuma from Don- Rapa. Fun fact, we've interviewed his uh, voice actor from the video game. Oh, dope. That was he. Nice. Really cool. He's a we, really nice guy. We met him at Anime Iowa last year, and he's a very nice person. Oh, yeah. Oh, very nice. Good, good, good. I always had a raging fear that... Uh, these voice actors would just turn out to be actual fucking psychopaths, which is why they got hired. Uh, sometimes. Bryce Pappenbrook was not one of them. No, but he is kind of unhinged when he has to do his Inosuke voice. That is true, but it's funny as shit. Uh, my list consisted of Totoro from My Neighbor Totoro, Kiba from Wolf Rain, and Ritsu from Agretzko. Um, That's a good pick. Yeah, I had Akamaru from Naruto... Chimera from Love, Chinibyo, and Other Delusions. <clears throat> um, I had Kuro from Blue Exorcist. And then um, King of the Cats from Ancient Magus Bride. Oh, yeah. Ah. That was a good one. And that could be oh, yeah. either the one that killed the motherfucker or the one that uh, um, sacrificed themselves was willing to sacrifice themselves at the end to save all the humans. And to the kill the motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Also, a shout-out to Bananya from Bananya, which is a anime I randomly found on Crunchyroll one day with my wife that is literally an anime for children. Like, you know how we have, like, Blue's Clues? They have mm-hmm. Bananya, which is a group of cats that live in bananas. Each episode I'm is like... sorry, th- fucking what? <laughs> you heard me right. <laughs> Look up Banania. It's B-A-N-A-N-Y-A. It is... Each episode is three minutes long. Motherfucking Banania. So many questions. The show is really stupid, but we watched like three episodes. Oh my episodes. god, this is where this come from? Yes! <laughs> Oh my god, I've seen this everywhere. I love Banania, and I want to watch the full series. I think there's like 25 episodes, and they're all three minutes each. Are you I've watching an episode now? I've seen horribly, horrible things of memes about this shit. I've seen... Why don't you just assign this? Because <laughs> <I've seen laughs> Ricardo kill himself. Of memes using these things no, it's three minutes! minutes. Uh, Do it, no balls! I, just I, I watch. can't look at this in a good light. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna watch through this just so I can see 
damn, I wonder how depressed and depressed and depraved would it be after watching this and being a comparison being made. You have to Mistakes will be made though. if you continue down that Forget path. whatever you were about oh, to say. It has to be banana. What the goddamn smile. Oh my god. It's, yeah, it's 26 episodes. And all of them are three minutes long. I think it's so There's funny. a season two. Yes. I can get this done in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, sorry. All of season two is two minutes long, so... Fuck it, fuck it. I'm throwing Fox all the season two off the just, window. We oh, watch it with Bananya now. You have to have to do this. Bananya, then we get back to a regular scheduled program. Straight JoJo. Yeah. Let's see. Season it's not one. Gay JoJo because in Baki, you fuck a girl, you get stronger. Yeah, that's true. Mm. I only heard the last half of that. Baki's strange. Got it. Um, God, he yeah. fucked his girl for five days straight. Uh, Bananya season one is thirty nine minutes long, and season two is twenty six minutes long. You have. Oh to my god, that's literally this. less than an hour. Yes, Frenchie, not bad at all. You don't understand. <laughs> this has to be the assignment. No, it does not. I already have other things to assign. I don't give a shit. This has to be the assignment. This is the point where you guys collectively go in your guys' night out, go to a bar, take a couple of Brewskis home, and then you're like, "Fuck it, yeah, what are we gonna watch?" Bananya, Bananya time. It's banana time. Alright? Banana. Like, banana. I know exactly what we're having the guest for, right? The description the of the show is a short about the secret life of kitties who live in bananas. We randomly you know found this because my wife was looking up like random stuff. Because they wouldn't want to eat bananas then. They're like, I don't want to eat the kitty cats. <laughs> you know, I can't eat bananas anyway, no. so it's fine. But look at all the different kid- kitties that live in the bananas, too. I know. Oh my god, there's... there's so many. It's so fucking uh, stupid and funny, too. You have to assign this. Should I do that instead of uh, the other, the comedy one that I was gonna do? Yes. Yes. I think you could make this a point five assignment. I think this this would work up towards. You're not doing this three is such assignments. Small this is something you put on when you're bored. No. Oh, yeah. You, you, I'd well, say you can assign that and then no. just say, fuck it, we're also assigning this on. Just take an hour of your day, have shit, something shit to do, and turn your brain it's off. It's like the too. equivalent of like two and a half more episodes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Keep in mind, though, if somebody walks in, it's going to be very difficult <laughs> explaining that. Play yeah, the is, I watch most of my shit at work, so I can only imagine one of my coworkers just coming in and being like, the fuck's going on? We watched fucking Kill a Kill... Uh, redo of Healer. Do you have any idea how awkward it was to watch Redo of Healer at work? My favorite part was watching Kill the Kill on my lunch break in my office. When my co-workers... Sorry, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. We're not going back in that. What the fuck do you mean you watched it at work? So, the only time... I work in an office... I am... Hold up. I am putting my shit down. What do you mean? So, I work in a warehouse, and I work in the receiving offices, which is in a separate build... Like, it's a building that's attached to our main one. But it's upstairs and secluded from the rest of society at my work. And so the only time I really get to watch our assignments quickly and efficiently is at work. I had to watch Redo of Healer on my phone facing away from where my door is so that way I could see when somebody's coming up. And I had to wa- and I watched it at work. Hold on, I have to go build a wheelbarrow so you can carry around those fat nuts of yours and use the big <laughs> balls you own. 
Mm. Yeah. I also watched Radio God, Wheeler damn, at work and I literally just played it. I had to like lock my door and say, you know what? They're not home tonight. They're not going to bother me. Lock the door, close the blinds, turn all the lights off and say, I think this is okay now. I, I feel brave enough to train me while I watch one episode. The best part is we watched the uncensored version too. Yep. You fucking mad lad. The whole goddamn series. Because, I, 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 like, th- normally this, this kind of reaction shit I'm having right now would be considered, oh my god, he's exaggerating. No, you can't exaggerate. That's not an exaggeration. Oh, yeah, no, that's not a story like. that you willingly make up for shits and giggles. Yeah, and this oh, ain't exaggerating considering like, it was bro. the first one Frenchie assigned of our new season for our podcast. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, that, the very first assignment we had for season three of the Weekly Weebs was Redo of Healer. You're welcome. Goddamn, I gotta fight. I, hold on, hold on. I gotta think of it. What the fuck was it called? Poopa! That's what it was called. Poopa! You wanna fuck. see some fucked up shit? Watch Poopa. How about Black Bible? No, that's too mainstream. Boku no Pico. What, Berserk? Berserk's fuck. That's just depressing. That's what I'm saying. If we're talking about messed up stuff. No, 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 no. That's the cover for Poopa. Absolutely not. Is it Poopa or Pupa? No, no, I got no clue. Poopa, P-U-P-A. Yeah. Poopa is an incestuous cannibalistic story. I'm good. What the fuck? I'm good. Oh, the fuck I just saw, but I'm good. That's a combination of words. I Not once I ever thought I would ever hear, say, or watch ever in my fucking life, but I did. Mm-hmm. I regret every fucking bit of it. I saw a video titled, Don't Watch This, so obviously my first brain... My first thought was, of course. Your first thought of your singular brain cell. I, I can watch this set. Man, I bet you, I bet you I could find this on the... Oh, there it is. All right. It's got about, what, 12 episodes? Four episodes? All right. Strap myself in. Let's go. Uh, we'll see you in hell. What the fuck? You went on an adventure. I went on an adventure, and it was not one I liked. I don't like the synopsis. Can I just read this, and then we can wrap up? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Uh, The synopsis of Pupa... Abandoned by their abusive parents and with only each other to depend on, siblings Ututsu and Yume Hashigawa find themselves led astray by beautiful red butterflies that have appeared in their world. Unbeknownst to them, these crimson wing heralds trump at the beginning of a cannibalistic nightmare. A mysterious virus known as pupa is about to hatch. After succumbing to the full effects of pupa, Yume undergoes a grotesque metamorphosis into a monstrous creature with an insatiable desire for flesh. Usutsu, on the other hand, is only partially affected, gaining remarkable regenerative powers instead. Reaffirming the resolve to keep the promise he made to himself years ago, Yututsu is willing to sacrifice himself in order to always be there for his precious little sister. Pupa tells the story of a loving brother's desperate struggles to save his sister while protecting the world from her uncontrollable hunger. Yep. Yep. I like that one bit. Yep. Yeah, yeah I'm good. I'm good, Chief. That can fuck right off. Yeah. I'm right. Hey, hey, just keep it in mind now. You got that shit in your back pocket now. Or that nope. <laughs> when I want to traumatize no, you guys, it starts like I got wine in my back pocket. Just, just keep in mind, just, just picture this, imagine this. I'd rather not. Uh, someone says, like, I need a recommendation on some new anime, but they already know the fucking Boku no Pico trope. 
They know the Bible black trope. They're 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 not too mainstream yet. But but they know enough. Then you hit them with Poopa. <laughs> and they never and talk to me again. And then you fucking wait. <laughs> and then you see and them you unfriend you on everything. <laughs> You're gonna see it quick, fast, and in a hurry how that fucking changes. You'll get, a, you'll get a text like a day or a couple days later. You son of a bitch. What I want to get a text. I get a knock on my door. We need to talk. Just a <laughs> knock on your door. 3 a.m. What the fuck are you do? I watched the show. I would I would fly to Oklahoma to nutshot Justin <laughs> if, he, if he tried to do that to me. <sighs> right. I do not like your balls, Chief. Cups them and just pulls. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> fucking poopa. Fucking poopa. Uh, That's not a sense. I thought I'd hear tonight, but here we are. Yeah, anime. Here we are. Hey, hey, the professor. I'm called the professor of anime for a fucking reason. Yeah. I got shit in my back pocket that I didn't want to study, but I did. Oh, we do. Speaking of studying and assignments, it is time to give our anime assignments, as we've got two of them. This week, the first one is going to be a new Netflix original that just came out recently called Kotaro Lives Alone. It is uh, 10 episodes on Netflix. Uh, Like I said, Netflix original, very easy to find, should be a quick watch. And then part two of our assignment is going to be a six-episode series that you can find on Crunchyroll. It is one of the funniest fucking things I've seen in a long while. It is called, and I know that Bushido will appreciate this, it is called Golden Boy. There you go. Oh, we're talking gold. Sorry, I've already watched Golden Boy. It's my fucking favorite. One of the funniest fucking voice acting scenes of all time. I am two episodes into it, and I love it. Dies, drowns five minutes at a time, and then just turns around and goes, How do you like my swimming? (laughs) I showed that scene to Crimson today, and he loved it. I just finished episode two with the mayor's daughter and was in <laughs> tears. Did you get to the horny bike yet? Not yet. I think that is maybe the next episode. Maybe, but that is like my favorite fucking episode. Um, but I'm really excited to um, watch these two shows this week and uh, you know, maybe we'll see if we can talk the other two into watching Banania as well. Uh, you have to do it as extra credit. All right, you get the rope, I'll get the the bike chain, and uh, we can do some talking done. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'll wrap up our topic for tonight. Um, I know that Triple is going to stay on with us to talk about our assignment from last week. Uh, Bushido, I wanted to say thank you again for uh, joining us and hope to have uh, you and Josh on at some point in the near future as well. Yeah, for sure. No, thanks for having me on. I'll I'll always talk anime, literally as much as I can. Uh, it's always a good time. Can I uh, since since we're doing assignments, can I can I uh, can I give a like a can I give one of one that I just watched? Yeah, and then also uh, give a shout out to where people can find the uh, podcast again. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so my my organized people again. I'm a huge like I'm known as a sports anime guy. So I just finished a sports one not too long ago. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's two seasons called Yawamushi Pedal. Uh, it's like a site. It's a anime centered around cycling, and I know what you're thinking. It's cycling, but it's it's amazing. It's it's incredibly well done. Super invested in it. It's it's 
crazy good. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. It cracked like my top fifteen. Uh, I, I remember was, that because the dude, the, the, the sharp teeth that looked like he's on meth, always yeah. scared the fuck out of me. Yeah, it's so good though. Uh, for the podcast, uh, Dad's Anime Stash, um, we're pretty much just using Facebook and YouTube, so you can just search Dad's Anime Stash, uh, every major podcasting platform. Uh, we go live every Friday at like 10.30 Central Time, uh, and we're starting to do some D&D uh, one-shots that I'm DMing for, for us, so that's been that's been fun to do. Nice. Yeah, I was saying, uh, if you're talking about random sports like anime, we literally just did Skate the Infinity a couple about a month a month or two ago. Oh, I, I, I've heard of that, but I haven't seen it. I'm pretty much like I will watch any sports anime. Watch Skate oh, the Infinity. Really. It's a banger. Rich. There we go. Yeah, right now, actually, but yeah, no, I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, I'm off to go give a four year old a bath. Because my son's crazy. Fair Good enough. fucking luck, soldier. So we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Bring the articles. That will always distract yeah, him. Seriously. <laughs> All right. Well, you uh, have yeah, we'll be on any time. I'll, I'll bug Josh. Uh, not Justin, but Josh. Uh, and we'll we'll definitely get you on the shows again as well. Sounds uh, good. Pretty soon. Hell yeah. New epi- new title for this episode. Apparently, fuck Justin. No, that's literally. Any episode of Dad's Anime Stash is like, all right, welcome to Dad's Anime Stash. Fuck Justin. Anyway, today we're going to talk about um, you know, <laughs> stuff. Glad, glad to know that's going to be my opening line if we ever get invited. Oh yeah, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll send you some player. I'll get you on. Dope. Uh, but I appreciate you guys. You guys, good luck with your. Uh, what, what's the topic you guys are talking about? Uh, we're going to be the, uh, reviewing my dress up, darling. Okay, I'm gonna let me type that in. So. Hold on, I need to get my uh, my di- my diabetes medication because this shit was so fucking sweet. <laughs> I'll check that. Okay, I'm looking up Skate the Infinity right now. I definitely need to watch this. Yes, yeah, so good. There is one I, I one of the greatest lines in anime history is in that. Ooh, okay, all right. And I, you'll I gotta, know I gotta, it when I'm you get like, to it. I'm already like typing it up. I'm like, I gotta figure out a way to watch this. You'll know it when you get to it. You have to watch it done. All right. Oh my god, I remember this. This is the scene where the dude literally just fucking decks a dude with the skateboard. Yes! yes. Alright, I, I gotta watch this. Yeah, the watch right. it Oh my fucking Christ, that was literally in like one like the video I saw that was just like the most disrespectful moments in anime. Yes. Jesus. Alright, well you guys are giving me a lot to watch, so uh, I'll catch up with you guys soon. Best of luck. Uh, enjoy the rest of the show, everybody. Yep. Start, gonna... with, start with Banania. That's your, that's your first one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. But that's, that's never, never one. That's this will be a major one. grade, I'll have you know. Alright, fine. I'll watch it for just for you and then hate you forever. <laughs> Sounds about right. Perfect. Yeah. Alright, I'll see you guys later. Yeah, Bye. Have a good night. Peace. So, big shout out to Bushido Geek again for joining us tonight. Dad's Anime Stash. Been on that show a couple times. Fucking love that group. And uh, now let's talk My Dress Up Darling. So, I assigned my dress-up darling. Uh, It was between two shows, and I messaged Frenchie, uh, I think a day before we recorded, asking which one I should do, uh, by only giving the initials of the shows, and he knew exactly what this one was, and he said do it, because he been wanting to watch it, and I've been wanting to watch it. Um, I've never found an anime that hit so close to home in regards to how, like, relatable it is until my dress-up darling. I love how awkward they are. 
Uh, it's so perfect because that's such a well written pair of high schoolers. Yes, a hundred percent. And the fact that like, I love the whole cosplay aspect of it. Um, in regards to when she meets her like biggest idol kind of thing and and whatnot, and the idol's like, "Don't get near me," and she didn't give a fuck. I feel like that's a lot of cosplayers in general uh, with their fans to to an extent. And yeah, like I said, it was just this was one of the most relatable shows I've ever I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of good material out of this. Like one of the one of the cosplayers I follow on Twitter, uh, which is the few reasons I go on Twitter, uh, just found out about the show. So she immediately was like, well, "You know what? I know what my next five cosplays are gonna be." Uh, so enough. she like posted a side by side of like five different dress up, like of like all the the the, the uh, cosplay that she did in the show, including her her normal outfit, her bikini. The uh, the maid thing at first from the the Erogi game, the uh, the fighter, the tan one, uh, and I don't remember what. But then there was one more. Oh yeah, the fucking the the commander ship with the fucking cap. Yeah. And then there was one more dress up that she did, and I can't remember for the life of me. Oh, it wasn't the, the uh, girl with the razor teeth. Yeah, that, that was the tan one, the fighting one. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Was it the demon? That was a fight. I think she was like a warrior race or some shit like that. Because hmm. I think she was based off of a fighting game. Gotcha. Which leads me to one of the most hilarious stories. If you guys, uh, re- did you guys know that there is a Russian Master Chef, uh, Master Chef show? Master Chef show. Yes. There was, they hired a bi, uh, a bi, uh, bison co- uh, cosplay. You know the, the the big titty chick from the newest like uh, was a Blaze Blue game. Yeah. The one armed one with the eye patch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they hired a cosplayer to distract the dudes while making food. That's hilarious. And it worked. Sounds about right. She literally just started walking up to him and started putting their tits, her tits in their face. And I was just like, oh my god, that's fucking hilarious. I mean, yeah, that, that would do it, Chief. Yep, that's all you need to put me out of commission. Like, fuck it, alright, I got tits in my face. I'm stopping you. What's up? How you doing? <laughs> what, what's your name? What's your name? What's your number? You want a you nice little home-cooked meal? I'll stop whatever I'm doing. What do you want? I'm gonna couple the chef. You think I got on here? I, I, I cooked some good food. Hmm. Never go hungry with me around. Uh, but dude, Dress Up Darling was a f- gave me fucking diabetes. It was so fucking like it, it was one of those things. And like I know a lot of anime watchers are fuck are introverted little shits like me. Yes. Uh, so they go. I know to seeing like them get paired up with like essentially the girl of a lot of their dreams. The yeah. Extrovert. It was like a dream come true for the anime community, and they fucking rejoiced for this. And I love, too, that she's just such a fucking nerd and a weeb. Yes. Oh, my God. She's an absolute degenerate. (laughs) Which, admittedly, that's not something you typically see in your day-to-day life. You have to go to, like, like, specific places to find people like that. 
Yeah, she's just... enough, like, the most degenerate people I know are all women. Like, it is not a hidden thing that, like, the, 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 the... Like, for instance, you guys watch Redo the Healer, right? Yeah. 70, 74, 75% of the audience of that was female. Which is true. That's 100% true. They, dude, D-Gen girls are into some kinky shit. And I was just like, damn, the weaves are, like, really back the fuck up. If yeah. this is the case. I forgot. Something like that, man, that is absolutely on fucking point. I forgot that uh, girls are horny as fuck a lot of time. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, Kakiguri was a great example of girls being horny all the time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, this show... This show was... Adorable. It was hilarious. It was a great time. It was relatable. I I think there was only a very, very few flaws I had with the show, but it was hard like it was hardly enough to really do much. Um, I've had one person say they disliked the show. And whoa. that wasn't because they actually they didn't watch the show itself. The, the reason they disliked it is because they didn't like the tropes of it. They didn't like the fact that, like, oh, yet another introvert meets an extrovert girl that brings them out of their shell kind of story. And that was the only real issue that they had with it. Fair. But uh, I know everyone around them did love the show itself. And I, I fucking love the dude. He has great taste in anime. But I think he was really messing out with this one. Especially since that's a pretty realistic thing in real life, too. That it may oh, not yeah, always be the girl, but, I mean, it's the exact opposite in Comey Can't Communicate. Yeah, and I love that show. I fucking that like, love that is Comic my Cake crack. What's up? That that is my crack. Comic Cake. I have not missed a Wednesday to watch that fucking show. I have read the manga up to date. If I watch anime, yes, I mostly read manga. I've been tempted. I'm so up to date with so many things right now. I've been tempted to read it, but the like. The only reason I have it is because the anime makes Komi adorable as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I did anything else, I'd be straying from the path that the show was intentionally meaning to do. You're a faithful man. I appreciate that. Yes. But anyway, back to Dress Up Darling. Um, yeah, I loved everything about this show. The way the characters were... The way they grew, the fact that she ended up falling in love with him in the most awkward way imaginable in regards to, like, knowing that she loves him, but also not sure how to say it. I love she was, like, trying to deny it at first. She's like, no, 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 I, I like him platonically. And then she, like, saw him, like, I, what did she see him do? She, like, saw him get in her face, and she's like, I, I need to take care of you or some shit, or he said some shit. I think it was in regards she to him finding... I think it was in regards to him finding something, like, it was the first time he said that something was beautiful in front of her that wasn't a doll. Yeah, because, like, he said that shit, and that's when, like, the, 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 the clock started turning. Yeah. And then later on that very same night, whenever um, she was, like, uh, in there talking with his, like, uh, with her, with, like, he was in there talking with his grandpa after he brought her home. Yeah. And uh, they started talking about the Hina doll. They started getting into it. She was like talking to herself. She's like, no, 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 no. I don't like him that much. I don't like him. No, 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 no. It's not, I'm not, I don't crush him. And then and a few then episodes later, it's like, you want to see the back of my neck? 
And immediately she just went right in the face and she was like, I love him, I love him, I love him, I love him. Yeah. And, and then the next thing you know, like, she's oh wanting to show God, off the back I'm of her fucking, neck. I'm having a heart attack. Stop, please. She is... She is incredible. Um, I will die of, like, an overdose of cuteness. Yeah. I can't argue with that. Frenchie, you got anything? Uh, it, it reminds me of, like, another good show that I really fucking liked. Have you guys ever watched Hori Mia? I haven't. It's on my list of ones to assign because I've seen a lot of good things about it. It is great. The anime is great. But if you want, like, the full Hori Mia experience, that's one of the ones you read the manga because, the, sadly, the anime leaves out my favorite joke. Oh, no. And it is a reoccurring one. So you know that, like, the main character has, like, tattoos and shit, so he can't, like, show off the tattoos, because then the people think he's a fucking gangster. Yeah. Uh, he has to make excuses as to why he can't participate in PE, and, like, why he can't go swimming, and they're like, and, like, so him and his friends always get called at the same time, because they're just like, we want to skip out, I don't want to fucking swim. And so, like, they'll be talking, and the teacher will be drilling, I'm like, what the fuck do you mean you can't want to go? And they'll be like, I, 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 I... I'm pregnant. I'm no, no, no. I'm on my period. <laughs> you, 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 what? I'm on my period. But you're a, you're a guy. Oh, whatever. Fuck it. All right. Look, you don't want it that bad. Fine. That's funny. And they do it over and over and over again, and I fucking die of laughter each time. Uh, you were uh, about to say something earlier. Uh, I just thoroughly enjoyed how the show was designed, too. <laughs> One of my favorite parts is that she always has to wear the red contacts. That shit cracked me up. Because, like, when you see her, when he goes over to her place... Like, half her tits are hanging out. Well, it's not just that. She immediately thinks, no, I gotta wear my contacts. That's why he's so weird. And that's the first time you find out that she's wearing contacts. Yeah. Which I think was really funny that that's just part of her, who she is. Yeah. And wears those every day. That's commitment. I actually, I actually talked to a couple of my friends who are of the Asian descent and uh, live over there. And I was like, is that a common thing? And they were like, yes, a lot of girls do do that huh. to make their eyes slightly bigger. Hmm. That I was like, out. damn, I didn't think that was real. And they're like, no, 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 it's real. It's real. Hmm. Girls will never admit to it, but it's real. I will say, one of my biggest gripes of the show... But I get why they did it. Was the end. The way they ended the season. I get it. I hate it. Because <laughs> it left on oh, such think- a big, like, you, like, how dare you kind of thing. Where they're talking on the phone? Where they're talking on the, on the uh... phone, he falls asleep, she says I love you to him while he's asleep. Oh, yeah. Dude. And then the show ends, and I'm like, how fucking dare you? The audacity that this show had to build up all this moment just for that and not fucking give back, like, not give out? Oh, it's still blue-balling us right now. Oh, yeah. Except it's doing it in reverse right now in the manga. Well, yeah, it's the manga. No, 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 no. what I mean is, like, we had this character arc already. But now the opposite is happening. God damn it. <laughs> With him falling for her. Yes. And that's one of the things that I liked about this, is that they could have easily rushed through 
the plot yeah. a little bit. This could have been a one-season show, but I'm glad that they built it up because it feels a lot more real, and it was done in a way that it didn't feel like the pacing was off. I agree The with development that. of the characters in the show is pretty strong. I agree yeah, with that. These are actual fucking teenagers. It feels like the actual fucking teenagers, not like stereotypical anime. Oh, I love you. No, I love you. Not oh, family issues. Oh, no, it's just like, uh, I like you, but I can't say shit about that because I don't want to ruin what little friendship we had already going. Yeah. It's like actual relatable shit. Like, these are actually how teens talk to each other. I, I know, like, I know it was like a big thing when people started, like, they started including, like, uh, quotes and shit like sus and hey are you acting really weird right now or like i like the wub scene that was like a weird thing people were kind of like whoa what the fuck are you doing there bud uh but uh i i don't mind it honestly like they're using the right context i'm not too pissed about it i'm I'm not too i'm not pissed at all about it i'm like okay no that works i guess that's cool yeah but, like, this was, like, a really good show. I loved it. I love the characters around it. Like, we talked about the main characters, the dude who was, like, raised to love Hina dolls. We talked... We actually didn't talk about his trauma real quick. It was, like, his trauma was, like, that uh, he doesn't talk to people about the shit he does, and he keeps to himself because, like, when he was younger, uh, the one girl that I... Because I we haven't gotten into detail about who the fuck that is yet. I don't know who the fuck that is. But this one girl basically started making fun of him for liking to do this shit. Fuck and she that looked bitch. as fuck when that happened, so I'm assuming he said some shit. Uh, but it, it caused, like, a big emotional trauma in him where he just does not either... He just doesn't trust people enough to know that he likes this shit. Or he doesn't want to stand out, so he just doesn't say shit about it. Yeah. And then you kind of get, like, meet with the... Um, that's where, like, the main characters meet you have situations where it's just like, oh, yes, no. She's going to think I'm weird now. She's gonna, and she looks immediately, looks back and says, that's fucking awesome. You can sew. You can paint. That's cool as shit. Hey, do you think you could help me with cosplay? And that's where the whole fucking adventure started. And we look at this and we realize this dude's got a big fucking talent for it. Oh, yeah. And I think like, one... He did an entire cosplay in a night. That, yeah, that was... um insane shit right there. I was looking at him like, bro, like, he started crying because he didn't think he was gonna get done in time and he felt so fucking bad about it and he was just so overworked. He's like, I fucking hate it. I feel sick right now. I want to go to sleep. But I'm not gonna give up. Mm. So he just fucking muscled through it and I'm like, damn, I have a good main character. Like, usually, like, these kind of characters are kind of bitch-made. Usually. Yeah. This guy is not... It is like, I made a promise, I'm keeping the fucking promise. I don't give a shit. I literally am violently ill because I'm putting so much time into this shit. But fuck it, it's gonna get done regardless of what I want. And then he just doesn't show up to school because he's like, fuck it, I'm going to bed now. And mm. then he just sent her a text saying, cosplay's done. And then he passes right out. And then he passes the fuck out. And I'm like, what a fucking Chad. What a Holy champ. shit, that's an absolute man right there. Yeah. That was like the cosplay equivalent of passing out on the bat on the battlefield after a fight. Yep, I agree with that. I I was like, ugh. One thing I just really love about this show as a whole is, how, like you mentioned, it's very relatable and it feels like real people. It's just the way the show is written is you feel every step of their friendship building into the relationship and stuff like that. 
that it just gives it a much better overall feel. It's, it's how relationships actually work. It's not like one of those love at first sight kind of things. It was something that they developed over time. Exactly. Like they, they, These are them talking for months on end, and then they kind of develop feelings for each other. And it's just like, it's not one of those immediately, I know you for like a day, and then I know a little bit about you that no one else knows, and I started developing friends. No, it's like, even though they knew the shit about each other, that they were still thinking of each other as friends. And it took like, emotional opening up like he admitted to some that her some deep dark shit of his that he didn't like talk about which is like the whole beautiful comment and then he just one of those things he genuinely felt and he let slip as he was half asleep and that was when she started developing feelings for him yeah. and we don't even really get much development on his end but i'm assuming that's going to be a season two thing because this got way too popular to be a season one Oh, 100%. Like this, There's this, no way this, this is going to have a second season. This way too popular season. to be just a one season thing. For sure. Yeah. One yeah. thing I, I did like about this too was the the animation quality. Oh, it was so good. It's beautiful. Oh, dude. Like, this was a great use of, like, 3D. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, usually I don't like 3D at all. Like, you, 3D is usually, like, oh, like 90% of the time it's going to end up being really fucking weird to look at. This was a good mix of 2D and 3D to where it just flawed e- or it flowed easily into one another. Yes. I absolutely agree with that. What was your guys' uh, favorite characters? Like, side character. Side character? Side character. The sister. I think the I was sister. also... Probably Grandpa, actually. I did like the Grandpa. I, I, do, I did really like the sister, though. The fact that she was wanting to do cosplay, but was afraid that her sister was going to, like, neglect her. Yeah, I was kind of afraid of what her sister would think. Yeah, that was such a pressure. That was such a great storyline. I loved the sister. I loved his sister. Or his aunt, I think. Was it his aunt? The one who drove the uh, the grandpa to the hospital? Oh, that was his uh, cousin. Cousin, yeah. She was hilarious, because, like, as soon as the grandpa found out about the whole uh, stalking for the cosplay and he didn't know about it, he's just like, I found this in his room, and that's what gave me the fucking heart attack. And he was, and she just looked at it and says, oh, that's normal, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, no, when I was his age, I had boxers that I used to wear. And I was just like, damn, I cool, then. <laughs> I guess that's not too weird, but, like, damn. Exactly. I you I guess you you a pro bro I guess then like so not like like in the aspect of it it's just that you're really looking out for your goddamn cousin there for mm-hmm. sure. I'm like all right I can respect that because I can easy pick and say like uh, Maureen or the main character are my favorites but uh, no I feel like that, I, that that's like kind of a guaranteed like the show sets it up to be the they're always gonna be gonna be your kind of favorites yeah which isn't bad. But I am glad it also gives us a lot of side characters. You know what? No, it doesn't actually give us a lot of side characters. No, it's really the cosplayer and her sister, grandpa, and then, yeah, the cousin, and the kind of couple mentions of Maureen's friends. Yeah. I will say there is one person that's going to come and it's going to become a uh, big deal. And we saw him for a split second in one of the episodes, and that is going to be the attendant at the cosplay store you went to. The old guy with the white hair. I don't remember this guy. Yeah, it's because they don't they didn't talk about him very much the in the in like the first season. Like he was there when they were helping like trying to figure out the wigs and shit. 
Oh, okay. Uh, that dude becomes very important later on because that's kind of one of those guys that he can, can that uh, main MC can confide in without having to talk to uh, Marin. Mm. Nice. Oh uh, yeah, he's great. Uh, is there anything else you guys usually talk to? Because it's my first time on here. So what do you guys usually do? Uh, so we usually kind of wrap up, which was the next thing that uh, we're going to do the ratings for the two guys that aren't here today because we mm-hmm. we have 10 categories that we rate on a scale of 1 to 10 and then post a score out of 100 and then do our average of that and then come our 100th episode coming up in a couple months we are going to do a full review and go through every hunt all 100 shows that we've reviewed on the podcast oh dope and just figure out and just kind of fi- see what ones were our top picks out of all those hundreds and kind of go through the line and see what was what Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see all the fucking depressing bullshit at the very end. Oh, I feel and like... it would be at the beginning. No, he means, like, all the fucking good-ass depressing shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna go 100 to 1 of our highest-rated so shows. So far, nothing's gotten a 1, but it has gotten, like, a 30. <laughs> yes. A 3? A 30. A 30? Okay, what one was that? Fucking so Sky Wizard Academy. Yep, that'll do it. Yeah, yep. that's that's what we talked about on Sunday. That I was shocked that you and Ash knew about it because followed by Corpse Party. Yes, also trash. Um, followed by Beyond the Boundary. <laughs> also trash. I literally just saw a couple memes of memes about it before we started that, so I was just like, "Oh yeah, Knights of Sidonia." I remember that shit. Yeah, that fucking sucked. Um, so I'll do Zario Machinis. Uh, rating and he sent me some like in depth of why he thought he did uh, personal enjoyment. He gave it a seven. Loved it. It was funny as hell and the characters are great. Just a little too pervy because of the kid. The fact they're kids. Um, animation. They're, they're fifteen. I would agree and also argue 17. because that's a lot no, of the shows we've watched. They're first years in high school. Oh shit! That's right. I always so they're like high school sophomores fuck. in America. Yeah. So I, I get yeah, it, but uh, also like. A lot of yeah, but anime you, goes for that same thing. That's like a fucking but that's also, reincarnation. Yeah, but that's also how Zario has consistently rated. That's true. Because that's also why he didn't like Plunder and why he really hated Redo of Healer. That's a bad oh, that's Plunder bad. was bad at it. Oh, yeah, no. Plunder was really bad with it. And even, like, Java's reincarnation was kind of bad with it, especially considering she's also, like, fucking 13 yeah. or 12 or whatever. Yeah. Um, animation nine looked great. Loved the beach of how oh yeah water was reflected so like that. Character development nine showed a lot of growth with the two main characters. Appreciate how quickly she realized her feelings for him instead of like last minute. Soundtrack eight good songs fit the vibes. Liked the end credit song. World building nine in this show. World building would be dolls and cosplay, and they explained a ton about it. That's fair. Uh, plot 10, yep. dude wants to make dolls, chick wants to cosplay. Dude makes cosplay and dolls. What's not to love? <laughs> yeah. Voice acting, 9, I watched subbed and thought the voices were perfect most of the time. Art style, 8, with design being the plot of the show. They had a ton of freedoms about how everything looked. I do wish we saw a little more diverse cosplay, but the dolls look cool, and the show gets extra credit for having characters, or a character at least, with a full wardrobe. Always appreciate it when characters change their clothes. Fair. Um, uniqueness, nine, it's a slice of life, but I can't think of another one quite like it. 
Memorability, 8. It stands out. I think I'll remember this. Total, 86. All right. And then for WickWiki, he did not send me his whys, but he did send me his ratings. Personal enjoyment, 7 out of 10. Animation, 8. Character development, 6. Soundtrack, 8. World building, 6. Plot, 8. VA performance, 8. Art style, 10. Uniqueness, 10. Memorability, 7 for a 78. I'll never understand these ratings. Um, I'll do mine next. Personal enjoyment. I also gave it an eight. I thought it was a really good show. A lot. Some of the times it got a little too heavy on the fan service, but I have said many times that if the fan service is made sense in the plot, like a kill a kill, a um, redo of healer stuff like that, I'm okay with it. But it just got to be a little much at times. I did think it was really funny when they were in the love hotel. That that seems- was. Fucking hilarious. That scene cracked Dude, me up I so lost much. my mind. I'm like, oh no, I can already sell a degenerate in a love hotel. She's going to have a fucking fantasy flip here. I, I just love her like looking around. It's like, yep, we're in a love hotel. And he's just like, what? She was casual as fuck about it. And he was like, excuse me? That was the final cosplay. It was the fucking succubus. Yeah. yeah. That's what French was saying. That's that part of the show... This show was so fucking funny. It was hilarious. Um, animation, I gave a 10. I thought that everything was designed perfectly. Um, actually, I'm going to change it to a 9, just because for me, a 10 animation it will always be Violet Evergarden. And I just don't think I can have That's anything valid. that high. So I'll change that really quick. Um, character development, I gave an 8. I thought that both characters really came into their own in the in such a short show to see them to be developed so well. Um, I just kind of wish we had a little bit more character develop, like, you know, diversity in terms of having a little bit, some more characters to get to know. Yeah. And I know that will come in the future. I feel like there was a good count of characters for the start. So I feel like if yeah. we would have gotten too many, it would have turned into a Mag- Magus Bride. Mm-hmm. Um, soundtrack, I gave a seven. I really liked the open to it. It reminded me a lot of something else we've watched recently. I think it might have been Love, Chingibio, and Other Delusions. Yeah. The opens are very similar. Uh, I didn't really care about the end credit too much, but the uh, fun music in the background while they were doing shots and stuff like that was really fun. Yep. Um, world building, I gave a 7. I think that what we get is really well done, and I would like to learn a little bit more about his family. Like, what the fuck are his parents? Yeah. That, that was just never mentioned. Yeah. Um, plot and nine. I think this show is very unique and original. His parents? Yeah. Oh, they died. Hmm. Nice. They, I think they that was mentioned it, game, uh, wasn't it? Like episode one, I think, if they died in a car crash. Uh, I must have missed that then. Um, the eight performance, I gave an eight. I really like this cast. Um, on the dub side, I love that it's very much a new a new group. Yes. Like, this is the first... According to Behind the Voice Actors, uh, Gojo's voice actor, this is the first thing he's ever done in terms of a major acting role. Uh, Maureen is played by Ama Lee, who is a fa- fantastic singer mm-hmm. and is still kind of new to the voice acting world, as far as I know. Um, and I know some of the other characters, it was kind of one of the first roles they've played. Um, I definitely, I know the grandpa has been around for a while. Like, I know he's Master Makarov in Fairy Tale. Yeah. And he plays a lot of 
grouchy old men. Yep, and then you've also got Jad Saxton, who's yep. done Megumi in Food Wars, as well as other uh, roles. roles. Yeah. That was the word I was looking for, Jesus Christ. Yeah, because she was the cosplayer, right? Or was she... she was the sister. That's right. I can't remember which one The cosplayer was. is Risa May. I think she's the other one that's pretty new as well. But of a group, they really you only get like six to seven characters... She's Shirley and Rum in Shadow's House. Yeah, which is also a new show that just came out. Yep. And she's also in uh, one of the newer characters in Genshin Impact, which another game that came out in the last couple of years. Yeah. So I love that this show, being as popular as it is, has a maybe a new wave yes. of voice actors that can break onto the scene. And I thought that was fantastic. The fucking roles for Gojo and Marin are perfect. Like, oh, yeah. The voices are perfect. I, yeah, I wouldn't be able to find think of anybody else that would be able to do so well. Yeah. Um, art style, I mentioned, I think that the show is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave it a 9 because, again, Violet Evergarden and stuff like that, that's the perfect 10 for me. That's fair. Um, uniqueness, I gave it a 9. Yeah, it's a slice of life. Yeah, it's a teen romance. But it's so different from so many other things. It's got, outside of you know the uh, extrovert girl bringing the guy out of his shell, there's not nearly as many tropes in it that we've seen in other Slice of Life shows we've done. Agreed. Uh, memorability, I gave an 8 because I do think that I will remember this show well. Overall, I gave it an 82. Alright. For me, my score, uh, personal enjoyment, I gave a 10. I really did like this show a lot. Even in regards to the whole fan service uh, situation of the show, it makes sense for this kind of a show, considering if you look at a lot of famous cosplayers in the world, like Jessica Negri, Meg Turney, uh, Darshel Stevens, um, fucking, who else? My Daniel DeNicola. Daniel DeNicola, Morgan LaFoy. Like, um, they all are... Gross, we don't talk about that. Bitch. They're all uh, overly sexualized uh, cosplayers. And so for... Fan service to be in a show like this, I get it. And that does not phase me. Yes, it's very awkward that they are underage, but considering the amount of cons that we've gone to where that same rule can be applied... To 90% of the crowds there, yeah. Exactly. So that didn't bother me one bit. So yeah, I still gave it a 10 out of 10 on that. Uh, Fuck you. Animation, I gave a 9. Kind of like what Frenchie was saying, top tier... like. Peak peak animation is Violet Evergarden. It was that was absolutely gorgeous. Um, My Dress of Darling had some really good animation that I very much enjoyed. Uh, character development, I gave it eight. Uh, there was a lot of character development in this. I do want more, and I know there's going to be more. But from what we were given, there was quite a bit of it uh, enough for me to very much enjoy the. Uh, pacing of it as well soundtrack i gave a seven uh i thought the background music was really good i thought the open was good um the close was par uh at most for me but it was not uh bad considering the entirety of what the show was world building i gave an eight um mainly in regards to uh, kind of like what Zerio had mentioned in regards to what the world is, and it's the real world with cosplay, which is not something we see a lot of. And not to mention, like, even with the doll building, like, we don't see very much of that either. 
So the fact, the, so the world that they have built for this, while it may be real world, it's definitely an area of real world that does not get touched upon very often in anime. Uh, plot, I give an eight. Uh, kind of like what you were saying, Frenchie. Uh, you don't really see this kind of a story a lot. While you do see like the kind of slice of life, teen, like you know, teen comedy, teen love, whatever. Um, you don't see a very much, very lot of this kind of a genre going to going into like the cosplay side and more of like the real like the real life uh feeling to it so that's uh the plot voice acting performance i gave a nine i thought that they did incredible especially considering most of them this is like their first gig if not like they've only been doing it for a couple years so they are not as uh seasoned as some of the other voice actors were in this but they did a banger of a job art style gave a nine uh i thought it was really good it's not Violet evergarden but it was still very very good uniqueness i also gave a nine um yeah i've never seen any i've never seen or heard of any show that involved cosplay as the main storyline to it uh, as and i love the fact that this show definitely did it and it did it well uh memorability uh i'm giving an eight uh, I'm going to remember this for quite quite a long time. Uh, so for me, that is a total of 85, bringing our average so far, if I can math, to 83. All right. What have you got for us, my friend? Well, uh, I have a ADHD short-term attention span. So I don't remember all the categories, but I have been keeping up with my, what my score was. And I gave it a score of 92, personally. Uh, just because this is... I gave it 10 in two categories and 9 in all the rest. And that category was uh, enjoyment. I'm a sucker for these kinds of stories. I love Horimiya. I love this. Just the casual, just fucking romance. I am a romance sucker, first and foremost. So this shit was like crack to me. I, I couldn't. I could not put it down when I first started reading it, and when I found out it had an anime, I just I literally jumped for joy. Uh, the other area I gave a ten n was the actual just like rewatchability of it. I've watched this a total of like three times. One of which was with another person who we actually watched the dub, the English dub with, with Amelie. Uh, and I found out, like, dude, like, this is one of those ones that has, like, a few, this is one of the few ones that have a good English dub, in my opinion. Uh, Amelie did a great fucking job as an English voice actor here, and I think she really should get some praise for that. Absolutely. Uh, the, the dude, the dude who did the MC actually wasn't that bad either, like, uh, obviously he had the whole, oh no, kind of thing, but it was toned down to a fucking minimum. Yeah. So it was just like, okay, this wouldn't, this isn't, this is, I could watch this. I could put this on the speakers and watch this. Like, I, I'm not going to, like, say, like, this is a specifically headphones-only dub. I would say I'd be willing to, like, put this on the speakers and, like, if, I, if, I, if I'm tired of having headphones on, I, I, this is a speaker thing. And that's high praise for me because I almost never do that. That's fair. Uh, I love the show. It looks amazing art-wise because you don't get to... We're getting it more now, but, like, from the most recent shit we've seen so far, like, it's, again, it's not a... Like, like you guys said, it's not one of those big-wig ones. Like, I've seen, like, Demon Slayer. It's not, like, a level of Violet Evergarden. 
And from the looks of it, uh, this is my new. Fa- this is going to be my favorite when it comes out. The Bleach one coming soon. Oh yeah, the Thousand Year War arc looks beautiful. Ah, uh, it's not going to be that, but damn, it looks good. So I'd give it a, a nine there. Uh, just I, I had a great time with this uh, plot wise. Uh, it's it's not the best plot. It's very basic, very simplistic. It doesn't have a lot of expectations or subverts, and it, it, it knows what it is, and it doesn't try to be anything more than it is. It's right. funny. It's a rom com, and it it uh, it has a silly story. And it knows it, so it plays its it, it plays to its advantage, which I enjoy thoroughly as a plot itself. Uh, then we also had the what was it? You had the the enjoyment, the rewatchability, the art. The music was good. I liked the music. Uh, it was. I found myself getting in a lot of key circumstances. Like the music kind of phased in, and I started like kind of hunching down a bit. Like, oh god, what's going on here? And uh, it it really got me in there. I wouldn't say it's perfect ten because like I have to like so for it to be a ten to me, I have to know the name of the song, okay. and that is very rare even for normal songs. That um, go ahead. I was just saying that's valid. I mean, that's me when it comes to Cinderella from Come and Can't Communicate. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want me to, like, it, it, I, I'll tell you if it's a good song, because if I can, if you catch me singing it or humming it or I know the name, it's a damn good song. Bro, I whistle that I, know, fuck, like, I whistle Cinderella the all the damn time. I know uh, Bloody Stream. I know uh, the fucking... Uh, wow, now that I think about it, I can't fucking think of it. Sonochino Sadame, World's End, dude, part three had the, the, the fucking best bangers. Uh, Breakdown, uh, Chase You, uh, and who could forget, uh, the ending of part five? Uh, which we're not gonna go into, because I actually don't think you guys are at that point now, are you? No. Not quite. Yeah, so we're not gonna go into that, because that, that's gonna be a surprise when you guys watch it. Just, uh, just... When you get to part five, which is uh, Giorno, make sure you listen to the uh, the, the ending. Mm-hmm. I, I shit you not, it is. I, they got. I had to get the rights for this song, but it works so fucking well. Hell yeah. Uh, what else is there? So we had the world. We had world building. Okay, that's one thing. Uh, like you guys kind of talked about before, world bending. It wasn't. It, it talked about a lot of aspects that you don't get a lot in the in normal anime or even just in general. Cosplaying is normal, but uh, well, not really. I wouldn't say even, it's not even normal. It's just it's it's more talked about in the anime community nowadays. Um, you have the Hina dolls, which I knew about just because like I've actually been to an area that sold them, uh, but I didn't know a lot of them in detail. So like learning about that stuff was actually pretty cool. I like that. Uh, just overall enjoyment of this shit. I, I loved it. I, I would give it a, like a 92. Fair enough, man. Alright. Alright. Well, Triple, I want to say thanks again for joining us. You want to plug the uh, Talking Anime Podcast one final time? Hell yeah. We're from, I'm from uh, Triple H from the Talking Anime Network, and we have, are just about on every platform. Uh, you can find us anywhere really right now. I know we're specifically on Spotify. We do a podcast right now, or a, a D&D podcast, uh, based on Bleach, actually, called Roll Pacto. I like that. And we are currently almost through with the first season, because we do this in seasons. And this is kind of a little announcement trailer. 
Uh, we're going to be doing a couple, like a one-shot, and then afterwards, we're actually going to be taking a break from Rollpocto and getting into a One Piece-themed campaign. Nice. So that's going to be DM'd by yours truly, so we're going to see if I'm good at that or not. And uh, right now, I don't have any of the actual plugs at the moment, because, you know, professional. But uh, I'll make sure to send the over the plugs over to uh, the boys here. Perfect. Sounds good. All right. Well, Trouble, thanks again for joining us. And thanks to everyone for tuning in for this week's episode of the Weekly Weaves podcast. Assignment. Yeah. The assignments this week, two of them. Kotaro Lives Alone, Netflix original, 10 episodes. Uh, it should be a pretty quick watch. And then Golden Boy. Six episodes on Crunchyroll and an extra credit assignment of Bananya, which will take you an hour to watch all of. So I'm saying you should watch it because it's really stupid, really funny. But yeah, that is our episode for today. Thanks to Bushido Geek from Anime Dad's Dad's Anime Stash, excuse me, and then to Triple, my boy Crimson, helping me hold down the fort here in Iowa. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Weekly Weaves podcast. We'll be back next week with more exciting anime talk. Make sure to join us every show to stay up to date with what's going on in the world of anime. We'll catch you next time.